Hello there! From behind the yellow line, this is Tramon episode 101. My name is Kirk, and as always, I'm joined by Mickey's friend and Pixar pal, Christian Rainwater. What's up, everybody? Our Big Thunder topic of the week is trams, trains, and automobiles, the transportation of Disneyland. And today, we're joined by our friend and studio tour guide, Matthew Serrano. Hey! To think that Tramon was a thing of the past. I hope this tram is gonna last. Roll the intro. Hello, everyone. Welcome aboard Tramon, a Disneyland podcast. Please lower your head and watch your step while boarding. As a courtesy to other passengers, we ask that there be no eating, drinking, or smoking on board. In just a few moments, we will begin our trip into the Disneyland Resort News and Topic of the Week. Ladies and gentlemen, this tram is ready to depart. Driver, you are clear. Welcome back to Tremon, everyone. We're your... Oh, happy Wednesday. Happy, happy Wednesday. Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, everyone. We're your hosts, Kirk and Rain. And of course, Matthew. What's up, guys? What's Done. up? This, this, isn't, this isn't my hour. This is Matthew's hour. So <laughs> what's up, Matthew? Oh, please. <laughs> <laughs> what's up? I'm super excited to be on here. Yeah, so uh, we posted something uh what do, what did he reply yeah, what to what was it that you guys posted oh it was the uh the picture from tom sawyer's island yeah yeah the one oh, where yeah, my that's f- right your guys is a little setup yeah the one where my face is still like half parallel <laughs> oh right uh and then matthew is like okay are you I, I know you're matthew serrano but do people call you matt uh, a lot of people call me matt i do love it whenever people call me matthew it's great okay so all we're, right we'll, we'll, we'll stick with it we'll stick with yeah. it yeah uh, so, Hell yeah. so he was like, Oh, when, uh, when can I be on the show again? And we're like, uh, you tell us now. Yeah, yeah please. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I'm bored. Please let me be on the show now. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so Matthew Serrano is a documentarian and filmmaker and director of live from the space stage colon a halix story comma a defunct land documentary <laughs> any other let's go yeah let's go. Um, uh, and... best movie of the year top rated music documentary no i'm just kidding uh, i mean yeah, uh, title. yeah but he has been on uh the first episode of tram and plus yeah so that was awesome and 50 percent of the episodes <laughs> there's been plus. two <laughs> yeah uh and yeah and friend what of the friend of the show and yeah, just uh, he's he's done great work, and we, we'll probably get into that a little more later. But first, let's gas up this tram with mousekeeping. If this is your first time here, welcome aboard Tram in a Disneyland podcast, where Kirk and I talk about the Disneyland Resort through and only through our eyes. To catch up on jokes, references, context, and backstory, check out our lore page on tramin.com slash lore. For our recommendations for Disneyland, DCA, and more, check out Tramon.com slash Rex. For artwork, to make your own Tramon merch, visit Tramon.com slash art. For your personal use only. Uh, if you enjoy the show, like, subscribe, comment, and review us wherever you can, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and my favorite, YouTubes. For a visual guide to the show and to message us, follow at Tramon Podcast on Instagram or email us at TramonPodcast at gmail.com. And you can find this and lore on Tramon.com. 
Wait, yes. this is amazing. I didn't know that you guys had a lore page. And also, I'm one of nine, nine characters. There's, so they have I'm part of the lore. So characters are either people who've been on the show or people we talk about a lot. Yeah. So like family, friends, girlfriends. Yeah. Yeah. So your opinions come up because of your tweets and you're very insightful. <laughs> you're very insightful. So it's like, okay, well, we bring them up and then people are going to be like, who is this guy? Um so, I love that. Yeah, Thank and then there's you. there's some other I'm names. Flattered. There's like what do, do we call them side characters or supporting? Uh, the, yeah, yeah, they're yeah. not important. <laughs> uh, that's fine. Yeah, and then uh, so yeah, new to you, Matthew, but new to everyone else too. We put up an art page because we don't have merch. We hope to do it one day, but we want to do a made in USA thing. You know, we don't want any. Of course, we want fair course. labor and stuff. So it's like someone wrote in, and we were gonna do this anyway. Mm-hmm. He said, hey, "I want to make something for myself." But I don't want you guys to see and D me. I'm like, oh, we're not going to do that. And then I just put up that page of art. Um, Use whatever you like. Yeah. For if you sell it, it's going to be worse than a CND. But uh, <laughs> but if you don't, hey, go ahead, print your own stuff. And then uh, the recommendations thing. I thought about this because people write in they're like, oh, what do you recommend for this or that? But mm-hmm. sometimes they're like already there. Yeah. Um, and I don't want to be late. So it's like, so oh, please hey. check out the Rex page. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. So, yeah, now it's time for your right, in which members of the Tram Fam write in with corrections and comments. Rain, cue up that corrections music. Is this coming through Zoom for you, Matthew? Yeah, I can hear it. Awesome. Nice. nice. Okay. So, Anna writes in, Washington appreciates the shout out. It is a pretty great place. Forest, mountains, water. Plus, it's pretty easy to hop on a flight down to Disneyland. I love Washington, man. I, mean, I love I, I think I've talked about it before, but I think Brandy and I... Are gonna retire there. <laughs> it's like it's future plans, you know, yeah, future man. plans, but still. Yeah. Uh it. yeah, we we ranked states for some reason last episode. I've been asking everyone. You know what, Matthew? Top five states, go. I think I've only been to five states. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. I think we uh, I think you put Maine on your in your okay, top five, well, didn't you? Ca- hold on. California put as number one. Yeah. Uh New York. I just went to the first time. I thought it was amazing. So New York is number two. Uh, then I'll put Nevada because Vegas. Nah. Um, yep. Yep, yep, and yep. then number, f- and also I like Nevada because it's like a cross between like all the, the best things of the East coast and all the best things of the West coast can all be found there. Nice. Like you can get a white castle and an in Alberta in the same day, uh, That's in true. the same hour. Uh, number four, I really don't want to put Florida, <laughs> <laughs> but it has universal Orlando there. So Florida. And then number five, I guess I'll put Texas. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. I can All tell right. you the worst state. Uh, <laughs> I know I've only been to like seven, but I can tell you the worst state. What, what's Oklahoma. the worst state? Oklahoma. Okay. All right. All right. This is a song about yeah. that, right? And, and, I, a musical. and I can say that because my family's from Oklahoma. Oh, and, okay. Uh, it's horrible. <laughs> uh, the the most fun thing in that state is the saddest museum that I or the only museum to make me cry. What, what's the museum? The museum is for the Oklahoma bombing. It's actually the oh, amazing oh. museum. It's one of the best museums I've ever been to. But the fact that that's the most fun thing that you can do in the state is like yeah. telling of the rest of the state. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so Jules wrote in uh, and she said, I have been loving the 100th episode of Tramon. Uh, I have a, you're right, California is first and then Oregon before Washington on the top five states list. And then Ryan wrote in and said, you said Michigan, so I'd recommend Traverse City. Traverse Town? Uh, 
I think you'd love it, Kirk. Vineyards and you're right off the lake. Very woodsy. Hmm. And then Sebastian wrote in. Hey, what's up, my Tramon boys? Uh, I couldn't help but ask for your guys' two cents on this topic. <laughs> Matthew, perfect timing. Today I learned that the LA Kings oh, are launching a game plan called the LA Kings Reserve, which, from what you might think it is, grants you access to all Kings home games. Oh, frick. For the 2021-2022 <laughs> season, but you're granted only two reservations at a time. It has little perks and discounts that mirror a magic key. But I was wondering, with this new way of going to hockey games, if there were certain events, entertainment centers, or anything you kind of wish adopted a reservation system passed like a magic key. No, nothing, nothing. I hate it. I, I, I wish that nothing. It's a scam. Like, it's such a scam. I'm not renewing my magic key. Ooh, uh, oh, if, wow. if they keep doing this, it's I'm not. I 100% will not uh, be renewing. No, it's the worst. It's the worst service ever. Like, I actually... Hope that nothing ever adopts a magic key system ever. So, did Universal start a reservation system with new passes? Did I read so, that somewhere? So, what Universal did, uh, at least in Hollywood, is uh, when they reopen. Obviously, it's such a small park, and it operates in LA County, so mm -hmm. it operated under much stricter COVID rules than COVID uh, than uh, Disneyland did. So, the restrictions of how many people could be in the park were tiny compared to Disneyland. And so Disneyland, you know, obviously did a reservation. Everyone did reservation systems. Right. The only problem is that Disneyland being the biggest in California kept the reservation system, whereas everyone else has since stopped doing the reservation system. So there are no reservations at Universal right now? Nothing. No. Right. Okay. Not at okay, Knott's, not thought. at Six Flags, not at Universal. The only other reservation thing that I can think of is at Six Flags Magic Mountain, you can reserve like VIP parking. But that's because yeah, it's VIP parking and because yeah. they, ha they have their own lot and obviously spaces are going to run out. Yeah, I, I mean... It's starting the trend, I, that's for sure. It's kind of like the subscription service thing. It's like, yeah. since, you know, for some things it's great, like music. Yeah. You listen yeah, yeah. to just song after song after song after song. But like, what happened to when you could just buy things? Like, <laughs> can I just buy the thing and go? Like, you know, tickets to a hockey game. Season tickets exist. You have to buy all the tickets, but they are yours and you could sell them. So it's like, that's a thing. Besides, but it's not a reservation system or yeah. whatever. This is like, pay a, it's $75 a month for the, the crap tier one. Mm -hmm. And it's like, there's probably a set amount of reservations. Like, pay pay for a chance to reserve a seat at a hockey game. Do, do they play at Staples? Or crypto, crypto sorry, room. sorry. Yeah, they do. Crypto <laughs> and parking's $25. No, it's more now. It's 35 yeah. I think. So I don't know. I, I hate this. Uh, I don't like the Kings, but I hate this. So go Ducks. Uh, and then... Um, <laughs> go Ducks. Rain, Rain said there was an animatronic Mickey hitting a drum. It's just a giant... It's an animatronic it's Mickey an hitting animatronic. a drum. It's a big parade float. They yeah, I'm looking this up right that's, that's now. doing this thing. What is the Mickey drum? Just like Mickey drum parade. So JD, Ozzy, and drum Tiffy drum. Luna wrote in, hey, is this the thing Rain was talking about? <laughs> and it, it and is. I said, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's it. So that's all it was. So, yeah. All that I see is the Mickey drum parade. All I see is just sensational. Oh, this the float. Thing? Yeah. The, the where he's like, where he's going like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That thing, that thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's what just, about that? He just was like, I, so I couldn't describe it. That's he what it was. Describe it, and people just <laughs> kept writing in like, "This is what he's talking about." Because I had no idea. 
So yeah, it's yeah. an animatronic float. Mm. Bingo. <laughs> it moves. <laughs> All right. It's a it's a float, but it's also an animatronic. So let's get in some news. So, of course, the number one headline of this week. And we, maybe of our tramming career. <laughs> we tramming. Yeah, you guys are ending the podcast today, yeah. right? <laughs> this is it. This is it. <laughs> like, yeah. This is the last episode, right? Tramming, tramming 101. It's a class <laughs> on how to bring back the trams. <laughs> <laughs> Start a podcast for two years. So, yeah, the Mickey and Friends tram has returned uh, on the date of airing, February 23rd. And, uh, yeah, we're excited. I will be there. Oh, you will? Accidentally. Yes, or on Sunday, I made a reservation, mm. and I saw they were all taken up, of course, right? <laughs> Except for Wednesday. And I was like, oh, you know, I'm going to go Wednesday. Why not? It's open. And then I was like, wait, something else is going on Wednesday. The trams are back. Yeah. So I'm excited. Yeah. Um, I saw people saying, people complaining about people celebrating this, and just like, just who cares, man? Just whatever. Like, just let us be. Let us be. <laughs> just let people be happy. It's like now we're mad that people are happy. It's like whatever. But uh, this just means. Yeah, I think that's yeah. stupid. Getting mad at people that are happy. But oh. that being said, I was gonna clap whenever the news got announced. But then I was like, no, I'm not gonna clap because that's like a restaurant announcing, "Hey, we're serving the food on plates again." Like <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah. So it's like. <laughs> should have been here months ago yeah it's it's we're paying more money than ever and it's not an added bonus like this is a requirement you guys should have had this i i honestly i, think, I hated walking that i honestly that think they did it horrible they someone there didn't realize it because this is a, a it's like multiple things there of you don't use it and it dies phantasmic world of color and these natural gas engines you can't just have things underwater or sitting around for two years, just like your, your own car. Yeah. And someone, I don't know what it was, because it, if someone thought this was cost cutting, this obviously cost them way more. Yeah. To, repairing costs way more than just like. I, I wonder if they just got new ones. No, because you don't they, think so. They would have gone electric or something. Yeah, they would have. Because electric, they yeah. yeah, they 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 messed up those engines. They didn't realize because we mm -hmm. have we know we know someone who works around disney and he hears murmurings and you know everything's a rumor but he was like yeah they, yeah. they didn't realize you can't just leave them <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of people didn't realize a lot of things you know we stopped making things because we thought demand would go down and now mm -hmm. uh you know things demands at an all-time high for everything yeah mm -hmm. we someone told us like nine months for some inverter and it's like do you need to birth it or something <laughs> like, you know so stuff like that but uh we are happy they're back we, we could just be happy. Yeah, no, we're not, you know, our whole attitude here is like, if something good happens, you say it's good, but we don't bow down to the corporations. They're not going to bow down to you. Yeah, my whole thing was like, I didn't, I saw a lot of people being happy, but I was like, if I see anyone that's like, saying thank you, I'm yeah. like, shut up. No, 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 yeah, not, yeah, <laughs> shut up. thank you for this wonderful gift. It's like, no, no, we're just happy they're back because uh, we're tired of walking. Yeah. So, next headline, curtain call at El Capitoon Theater. We have a closing date for Mickey's Toontown. That is March 9th. Mm. So, go get your coffee that you didn't know they sold there. Dude, that's only less, that's two weeks from now, huh? Yeah, they said wow. March. It's coming, it's coming fast. I have a friend that's flying down from Orlando to come check it out mm -hmm. on wow. March 8th. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's a big deal. 
that's going to be close for a long time. They said like what early 2023? That's nah, there's no way. I think it's going to be longer. It might be two years. Well, just, just think about all the delays, like we were saying, just in materials. Okay, but oh yeah, but if so, they're closing it down to just do the new stuff. But Mickey and Minnie can keep; they can open Toontown without opening Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, because that's mm. just an entrance and that back building. So yeah. they can, it's like the you know the rise of the resistance thing. They can open everything up and be like, it's open. They, they it's, might do that just to yeah. copy the whole Star Wars, you know, Galaxy's Edge yeah, just, mantra that they had. And, you know, have that. I mean, you also have to think, uh, I found this out recently. Uh, when Toontown opened, Roger Rabbit didn't open with the rest of the land for another, like, five years or something oh, like wow. that. Yeah. Th- yeah, I was mind blown by that. You know, we don't have a Avengers e-ticket, really. So it's it's all kind of, it's a trend, yeah. it seems. Yeah. Open things yeah. before they're done. So, um, yeah, Toontown is interesting because I know two different people that were involved in different ways. One behind the scenes, like in the design aspect, and mm-hmm. then someone that is like con- one of the contact, like construction workers on the project. And it's been so interesting getting all these updates and things like that. But there is one thing that I will say, and I won't name names of who told me, but uh everyone talked about today of this will be the a tram and exclusive yeah um everyone's been talking about like oh thank goodness roger rabbit is safe mm-hmm. like come even though- i'll just let's just let's just say come back to this podcast in two years huh, Ooh. huh. you should write you should get your rides in on roger Rabbit for the next two years wow i i would have thought the complete contrary like considering that 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 uh, nope. Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers is coming out, and Roger Rabbit like is in it. He's in it, but it's not his movie. Right, so. right, right, yeah. But it's like a spirit, a quote unquote spiritual successor, is what people are calling it. Exactly. I know. I was surprised by that too. Literally, I saw the trailer, and then that day, I I, I was told uh, that huh. Roger Rabbit is done. Right. Although I will say, I have heard um, conflicting uh, statements on what it will be replaced by. Yeah. It's going to be something Toontown character related, but yeah. Hmm. yeah. I just, I just feel like I have to provide a good service and let the people, the tramway people know, get your Roger <laughs> Rabbit ride, right, rides in. Yeah. We're, I know we're, what I'm doing this week. <laughs> I, I, I want to check out the queue more than the ride because mm-hmm. they, they've been just passing oh, you yeah. through. Like that queue is it's beautiful. Uh, that, that queue is amazing. It's so, it's so great. It's like claustrophobic, but I'm okay with that. Like, <laughs> it's, it's worth it. So thank you for that. Thank you for that scoop. So yeah, yeah, I mean, like I said, you didn't hear it from me, even though you did hear it from me. <laughs> we we didn't hear it from the person you heard it from. Exactly. Exactly. So next headline: March Munchies, the Food and Wine Festival. I don't know if the guides up, but the booths are coming up. The booth names are up. Ooh, but, but the food's not right. Uh, so is this going to be the same food and wine that we had right before the pandemic? Is what I'm afraid of. That's what I'm afraid of too. Because mm, like, the, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. So festival of holidays. Uh, we did an episode on it in 2020, just talking about the last one, just because for fun. And then we were going to do one last year. And then I realized I tried 95% of the items uh, the two years before. Yeah, so, because it was the same thing. And this it, this festival was only there for like three weeks mm. uh, in 2020. So I did right. eat everything there, but many did not. So no one would even know if yeah, it was the know. same, but I would. And I will. So we'll see. <laughs> 
I hope they bring back the bacon mac and cheese carbonara. That was really good. I usually talk a lot of crap about mac and cheese because you can just make mac and cheese. Uh, but you try. There's a lot of bad mac and cheese. There is. There. there is. You tried that corn one, the one with the dried corn. In the elote one. With, there you go. With the, with the carnitas. And you said you liked it, right? That one was good because it was different. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the carbonara is a, a nice touch, though. I have tried this one. I have had a bite. It doesn't taste quite like mac and cheese. It tastes. Like, yeah, it tastes. It, it's like more closer to pasta. Yeah. And our final headline. And we got a lot of words about this one. Dystopia. Story Living by Disney has been announced. A licensed Disney real estate property that Disney is not owning, building, operating, insuring, being responsible for. They are just possibly staffing with cast members, whatever they mean by that. Uh, And the first one announced is called Cotino. In Rancho Mirage, which is near Palm Desert, it is in the middle of the desert, and okay. and hot and hot, yeah. And oh yeah. Before we get into it, I just want to say I heard, I saw a tweet or something that was making fun of this whole thing, and it was like Blue Lagoons brought to you by Crystal Lagoon Technology, and I thought someone was like satirizing Disney and all the weird things they do. No, that's a real thing. Oh, wow. Disney has something that they call Crystal Lagoon Technology that <laughs> keeps the lagoons blue. And it's going to be in what? in Story Living? The, yeah, the oasis in the middle. It's going to keep that water looking bluish. I don't uh, know what that means. It's It kind of creeps me out. Yeah. But, yeah, so, Matthew, you're a, a Wait, fan. I have that technology, too. I just realized. Yeah. It's the, like, I have these pellets that I put in, like, the back of my toilets that, like, keeps the water blue and, like, cleans them. You're right. You're so, right. actually, <laughs> Disney, you should check out Target <laughs> because I think someone took your idea. I, I really, I really want to know what creepy thing this is because it can't be a dye. Yeah. You're just going to just paint the ground. I don't know. Maybe it is a dye that doesn't. That you could drink. They put food coloring in the water in Rivers of America, like something. you said, right? The, well, the, not food yeah. coloring, but they do something. Yeah, but they put the, the. It's like a blue version of whatever uh, they maybe, use yeah. in Universal Studios Hollywood in the Studio Tour when Jaws uh, gets the diver. Uh, they start shooting up the red blood. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So Matthew, you are a friend of Defunct Land, if and and more. Uh, mm-hmm. And there was it, this started trending. The uh, oh the, yeah, that's right, it did. <laughs> The, the, start trending. the Epcot documentary, which was Walt Disney's experimental prototype community or city of tomorrow, where he wanted to plan a community. And this is like eerily similar, even though Disney's not running it. But it's yeah. kind of like, hey, you will live on Disney property with Disney employees, the Disney way. We will build your homes. This whole thing's weird, right? Well, a couple of things. Uh, one, I want to address the fact that, uh, yeah, like addressing or addressing that uh, aspect of it. The thing is, when it came to the idea of Epcot, that's actually I feel like where like the criticism start for this, because when it came to Epcot, the whole thing was about like creating like a perfectly connected community. Whereas this is the exact opposite. It's like a community that the only forms of transportation are cars or walking. And they put a giant stupid lagoon in the center that literally makes it impossible to navigate. Right. So for that reason, you could throw the Epcot comparison out the window because Epcot was like actually like 
really well thought out and probably wouldn't have worked, but like, at least like it was more thought out in terms of like all the different modes of transportation. Yeah. Whereas this is just like, here's houses in a giant lake. Epcot, Epcot was a so crazy. It just might work. And yeah. this is just like, what? Like just, it's, I mean, it's going to work, like, but it's not crazy. This is just like, hey, can you guys fix Tomorrowland? Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> please. Okay. So <laughs> you just like do anything else. Bef- um, before we get to the reality of the situation, I saw the funniest thing. It goes, hey, like, can we just, can we just fix the boulder in Indy? Like, <laughs> like that's all we ask at this point. But like anything else. But I think I know why that's not going to, well, it's, I know why, we all know why it's not going to happen, but also, I don't think Disney's spending any money on this besides two Imagineers drawing up things because someone else is paying Disney for the Disney license. Have they said what the company is? I think they brought up, yeah. I think they did. It's some other world-class developer or whatever. Mm. Because there's a lot of these little communities in that area already. In Indio, in Coachella Valley. So, yeah, people were trying to compare this to Celebration Florida, but someone actually, or a few people have said, this is more like gold. Is it Golden Oaks in Florida? It's a high-end living community, so it's not like the Celebration fell apart. So they're not condos, right? They're homes, but... I think like townhomes probably, you know, they're all stuck together. Or whatever. Yeah. 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 But Disney's not, I think Disney's is doing art for some of this and the layout, but yeah, it's almost like, like I've heard of like Disney doing, and, and I feel like maybe just also just licensing the name Disney to it. Oh, I see what the, it's called a uh, DMB development, a Scottsdale based developer yeah. specializing yeah, I mean, in unique communities in the Western U S yeah. This is like, not unlike a lot of things that, I mean, you have to think like, you know, Disney doesn't make roller coasters anymore. True. You know, True. Yeah. About yeah. a horn and, and like stuff like that. But like ever since then, like for pretty much the rest of Disney's history, like they go to roller coaster companies and say, Hey, can you build us the roller coaster? And then we'll design everything else around it. Um, the same has worked the other way around for Imagineering where Imagineering has been asked like, Hey, can you guys design stuff? Like uh, I'm pretty sure like the Americana, was designed by uh, oh. Imagineers. Was it really? Um, the uh, that building structure in the center of LAX with the restaurant up top. Mm. I've heard that that was also designed by Imagineers as well. Yeah. So you know, Disney's lending their name for money, some expertise. Yeah. But in the end, it's just like something being called Disney. But yeah, the difference between the roller coaster analogy is those are in Disney parks, and Disney manages them and makes sure they're they're awesome. This is gonna be. I don't know. Disney might check in every once in a while. I mean, they probably have like a representative there. Yeah, I know. Wait, this is really interesting. Um, So I won't say which community, but my girlfriend actually lived in one of their communities before uh, we moved up to Los Angeles. And how is that? That's great. It's it's amazing. Oh, okay. Absolutely gorgeous. All right. right. Uh, And it's and it's fairly new, but. yeah oh that's interesting yeah. so they know what they're doing um but uh yeah that's really interesting i i love disney obviously we have a disneyland podcast yeah we do i don't know if i'd want to live disney though it's a little much yeah it's a little it's a little past our, like our fandom storytelling story living it's like how about i live my life and then i go read the story sometimes you know yeah. <laughs> like not go at what probably would have been cooler is another Aulani type thing where you can yeah. 
you can go have a Disney experience that's not a theme park instead of like, hey, it's all or, all or nothing your whole life or nothing else. But Yeah, do you guys remember that? Uh, or have you ever heard of the Disney ski resort that Walt Disney tried to get off the ground and then uh, it never happened? It was supposed to be in Northern California. I have not oh, heard of no. that one. There's a lot of stuff. That he man. tried doing, man. Okay, <laughs> yeah. so I'll, I'll, real quick, I'll, I'll just cover it real quick for you guys. It, so they, to Walt Disney, right before they started working on Walt Disney World, uh, he went to a ski resort and he was like, hey, we should make a ski resort. And they wanted to build it in the Sequoia National Park. And it was going to be this big, sprawling, beautiful, like, ski resort slash community thing um and it was going to have you know a bunch of different forms of entertainment but the most interesting thing in my opinion about mineral king ski village is that um they obviously like the main focus of a ski resort is like to go there and to ski and and, and to enjoy the wilderness and all that stuff and nature that being said, they were like, well, there's got to be some attraction that we can put into the ski resort, right? And obviously, Walt was really into animatronic shows. And so he was like, hey, uh, Mark Davis, why don't you whip up like an animatronic show idea for us? And so he was like, okay, well, what are you thinking? He's like, well, we're in a forest. Forests have bears. So ah. make a show about animatronic bears. And so we started to create the Country Bear Jamboree. Mm. And it was supposed, so literally imagine, imagine there's Disneyland and then you could drive up to the Sequoia National Forest and go to a Aulani-esque Disney resort, but for skiing. And it was going to be built in 1965. And the Country Bear Jamboree would be an animatronic show there, not at Walt Disney World. Wow. And so that plan got reused for Walt Disney World when that got created. And then, of course, brought over to Disneyland as well. But isn't that so weird? That's, that's odd, yeah. And so, yeah, I, I totally agree. Like, I was really disappointed when I heard this news because I was like, why are you guys trying to do the housing thing? The housing thing didn't work for you guys. It already didn't work in Florida. Why are you guys doing this again? If you guys were smart, you guys would be building more resorts because, like, you know, for me, being honest, like there's a lot of places that I can think of where I'm like, eh, you almost are pulling me over, but eh, I wouldn't really go. But then if you told me, well, there's a Disney resort there and there's a stupid animatronic show that you can only see there and nowhere else. And also you can go to some Disney themed restaurants. I'll be like, okay, you got me. Then I'll go. Yeah. Like I like mammoth and it's like, oh, instead of going there, if I want a mountain trip, oh, go to, you know, you totally would have gone, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Now, like, I love the idea of Palm Springs, but, like, there's not really anything there for me. Like, yeah. unless I'm going to, like, go golfing for three days in a row. So if there was a Disney resort there, then, yeah, I'd, I would go. I think they for, said like, there's going to be a hotel or something, but I'm not sure. But now that the idea of the third park or third American park was floated. I am honestly, I'm not completely surprised because, you know, the economy is real weird right now, even though everyone's got record profits. But, like, how is there not talk, I mean, maybe there is, of a park in Texas? Smack dab in the middle of the country? Middle of the country. Yeah. Texas is really popular with tourists. It's yeah. got a huge population. And it has, huge like, no... theme park. Yeah. Uh, 
um what's the word i'm looking for yeah there's a lot of theme parks there. cheap land uh there's you know austin houston san antonio and uh, dallas and oh, you're right and probably like no tax tax breaks and you've got tons of disney fans out there yeah and then you kind of like instead of people having to choose between east and west coast boom just go to texas lower the it lower, the, lower attendance. the attendance it's there will just be more room and then you don't think it'll lower the attendance at all here's what it's kind of like the freeway thing when you add a lane to the freeway and you know traffic doesn't get better yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. it gets better for a moment but now the freeway can handle more people so then more people are willing to get jobs that are farther and then they get on the freeway so now, when Disney's less insane, more people will show up. Got it. And, and think of like all the people, even in Texas, where they can afford to go to Disneyland. They can't afford to fly in California and stay there. Boom. Yeah. And all the other people, that whole area, even like the Midwest. I know Texas is way down there, but it's like... Yeah, but it's going to make it a lot more accessible yeah. to, a, to a lot of people. That, yeah. yeah. And Texas, I mean, would be perfect for them. Just because of the tax situation, you know, now a couple of laws are weird now, but um, <laughs> right before that, not too bad with all that. But yeah. Um, weird concept. Uh, it's, it is a, it's dirt right now. So we won't hear about this. We'll, we'll probably get Splash Mountain before we get this. So, yeah, uh, yeah probably. Yeah. So let's uh, have our little interlude with. I forgot to bring the stand up for you. So my brother Kev likes to concoct things, and uh, we're still on his beer series. So uh, what do we got today? This is a peach beer. Ah, all right. But it is a spicy peach beer. Mm, mm, so um, let's uh, cheers, cheers to Matthew, and cheers to. The I'm gonna fan. cheers too with my Mickey Mouse water bottle. All right. Ah, all right. Cheers. Cheers. Bing. Ah, this is good. Nice the little spice water. in there. Little kick. Yeah, water. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, this is the same peach series with the mixed yeasts and all yeah. that. I thought he did something. Oh, there might be a little mango in it. That same mango. It thing. reminds me of the spicy mango curd. Now, you would think he got real creative with how he made it spicy. He just put Cholula in it. Ah. So, okay. yeah, it is beer with Cholula in it. I'm glad it's Cholula, not Tapatio. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Vibe check on Cholula versus Tapatio, Matthew. Uh, I'm not a spicy guy, so I have nothing to add to this. Right. I'm Salvadorian, not Mexican. Mexican people are the ones that like Tapatio and Cholula. Yeah, I'm, I'm not big into spicy, which is why I like Cholula. It's a lot more chill. Cholula. Cholula. Tapatio, it's like you, you drop a little too much, it's over. Cholula. I just don't like the taste of Tapatio. Is it? Mm. Mm. Oh. Yeah, no love for Tapatio here, I guess. <laughs> but finally, it's time for our Big Thunder topic of the week. <laughs> what is it? Trams, trains, and automobiles. The transportation of Disneyland. So, in honor of the trams coming back, let's, let's finally do this. Now, I need to be honest. Kimmy... Has asked me to do this episode a thousand times. Has she really? Yes. Uh, as of recording, she does not know we're doing this. Oh, wow. Nice uh, little treat. Yeah. A little treat. A little surprise. Yeah. yeah. And um, 
It's yes. a Tremon miracle. Yeah. <laughs> I have I have to call it out because I didn't I didn't come up with this on my own. You know, it's a little bit of an uncut jam situation. So it's like <laughs> But I won't say muse. I don't I don't like the whole muse concept. But <laughs> but thank you for inspiring this episode, Kimmy. And um let's let's get into it. So Walt Disney was fascinated, to say the least, with transportation. And he didn't just want that displayed in the parks. He wanted transportation to be part of the parks, used by them and all that. And he had some regular ideas. He had some wacky ideas. So let's start out with getting to Disneyland. Now, not necessarily in the beginning, but there has been the land, air, and sea concept. I may or may not have heard this on Defunct Land. Who knows at this point? But Walt Disney originally imagined guests being able to get to Disneyland many ways. Because he, he thought driving was, like, terrible. Yeah. yeah. He's like, that's, that's got to be on its way out one day. For a while, I don't, was this during his time? There was the helicopter that I took you yeah. to Disneyland. That, um. That, that, that was fancy. That was, but it crashed. Did it crash? Yes. Uh, and there were fatalities. And they, uh, I don't know if it was only once. Ah. which is even worse, but yeah. they stopped that. Um, I know there was going to be the Disney park. Now airline. Uh, no, there, there was an airline. Oh. Wasn't there like some weird Eisner thing? I think so. That, that's, think a defunct, was. that's a defunct episode. Yeah. Right? I know that. And, and then uh, this was later, right? Where they wanted to do a park where the Queen Mary is. Yeah, that was that was original yeah. Disney Sea. Right? That was Eisner. Yeah, yeah, that was OG. Disney and there's sea. there's your ocean. I'm sure they would have had a, a way to get there. Yeah, by boat. I mean that's why in Disney World you can go in by boat. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, or monorail. Yeah, and of or course, Skyway, or Skyway. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. So, I guess that counts as there now. So yeah, th- right now this is just getting to Disneyland, and all you can really do is drive yourself or do a ride share an arctic type thing but yeah when you drive yourself you have a few options you got mickey and friends you do which i think now is finally a good option because the trams (laughs) are back yeah otherwise it's that mile walk yeah you've got a toy story lot what what and that i don't like i love oh i I hate it i hate you hate it why do you hate you I've i've had so many people that are like toy story is great and i'm like no not for me it's hot uh uh, yeah no it's like it doesn't give me like the vibe yeah yeah there's no vibe there yeah there's there, no vibe there and also vibe. i feel like there's a nostalgia thing to making friends like you get out make your friends you're like oh i'm here and then whenever i get out on toy story i'm like oh like toy story here's the thing about toy story every time that i'm in toy story it when i when i walk around and making friends i'm like reminded of like oh my god like i'm here at disneyland i can't wait every time i have toy story all the memories flood back of, oh my God, I just spent an hour circling around ball and Harbor <laughs> and finally just had to settle on toy story. Like yeah. that's, that's the vibe that toy story gives. It's toy, not a good vibe. Toy story is like, hey, go in the pile with all the other trash. You know, it's like, get, get out of here. Like it's, this is the overflow. It's hot. There used to not be bathrooms, but there are now nice bathrooms too. And also there's a reason that this podcast is called tramming and not busing. You, you know what? You're right. You're right. You're the right. trams are just so much more, so much more magical than the buses are that they are yeah and however if they were anything like florida's buses actually no i don't like the Walt Disney world buses if they were anything like universal orlando's buses those are lit i have not been on them universal orlando's have hd screens on them and they play 
in park music on it. Oh, that's nice. So that's while nice. I was in there, I was like, oh my God, they're playing Seuss Landing music. They're playing Marvel Superhero Island music. They're playing Jurassic Park music, but not Jurassic Park from the movies, like the version of the Jurassic Park theme for the land and Alistair Adventure. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, we, we, don't, and, we don't have that. And I, honestly, I wish that the trams had that. I guess it's nice now that the Making of Friends parking structure has uh, the S1 I'll be yeah. playing there as well. And the tra- that, that I can settle for. The trams have, I mean, we'll, we'll get to the, the spiel and the cast member talking. By the time that's Iconic over, spiel. you're there. Like, if, yeah. there isn't much silence. So you're fine there. But yeah, Toy Story, it's, and it's, you get out and you're like, oh, get my sunglasses on. It's like, don't, don't put. It's bo- always the brightest place on earth. <laughs> yeah, Why is that? Is. Don't, is. don't put both straps because your back's going to get sweaty. Yeah. You know, like, and we lose our car there. Yeah, we did that last time because yeah. it, it feels like going to the market where you just leave your car and you're like, I'll find it. Thank right? you. Yeah, yeah I'll find it. actually feels like a grid that you can actually go, okay. Yeah this many forward and this many to the left. Whereas like get out of the story <laughs> lot. It's like, I just got dropped off in the desert. Yeah, I'm like, which it, way has, down? It, it has like tentacles. You know, there's like gates just blocking you from going to the other row. It's. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah. yeah when there's yeah, like fences blocking off, like into different sections of the parking lot, you're like, wait, how did I cross over here in yeah. the first place? And there were the short fences, weren't they? Because there, we, we there could is, see over them. There's also that one. Yeah. There, no, and then they a yell big... at you on the bus. They're like, don't get out here <laughs> unless you're unless you're in Jesse. <laughs> Stay in the bus. And then, you know, so yeah, Toy Story. Bleh. And then there's local hotels, which I've never stayed at one of those. Because people, you, you see people. parked there, though. Yeah. Anaheim. Yeah, I need you're to right. hype up a local hotel. Mm, okay. What I you... got to put I gotta put the tram and fam uh, onto this one. Hojo. Hojo, 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 the Howard Johnson of Anaheim. It's right there. It's right across the street. Do yourself a favor. Stay at the Hojo. Mm. If you're thinking about going to Disneyland, I would recommend it over all of Disney's hotels. Wow. Okay. I got to look into that. I mean, I I wouldn't need to stay there. And Rain lives in Anaheim now. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, uh, Let me tell you. Great parking. Okay. Uh, it is a shorter walk than any of the Disney hotels to the front gate. Is this the Which, one on Ball? This is where Mimi's yeah. Cafe is. The, or no, it, this is the one on, on Harbor. Yeah, right next to Mimi's oh, Cafe. Okay, yeah. okay. It's on Harbor. It is in total. I've timed it. It's it's an eight-minute walk, and that's getting through security and everything. All right. The hotel itself uh, gives off like all the vibes that you want for a Disney hotel. Hmm. They have Disney artwork inside of the hotel. They have artwork from Wonderground inside the rooms throughout the main hotel and the hallways and in the elevator they have vintage disneyland posters and the whole uh hotel is uh mid-century themed mid-century modern all right so so because of all this i'm assuming it's part of the disney system where like you can get the mornings or whatever um back when they did that that's because it's over right now they haven't done it in yeah because i think that yeah uh, I think back then it was, yes. Okay. Uh, but, you know, like I said, like the walk is so short and convenient that it's the same convenience that you would get from a Disney hotel. And then also pretty much the same amount of theming for like a third of the price. Wow. Yeah, we, we have a shocking number of listeners from out of town or out of state. So there you go, guys. Uh, yeah, you can and do that. And they tend to stay overnight oh, every time. And right? by the way, 
I don't know if you guys saw it on Twitter, but I was definitely hyping it up on Twitter. Uh, if you guys saw the thing about the uh, House of the Future hotel room, yeah, it's, that people were talking about on Twitter. Yeah, Sam Carter had a part in uh, working on it a little bit, uh, and he tweeted about it. That mm-hmm. is a suite that you can stay in at the Howard Johnson. Wow. So the oh, Howard Johnson that hotel. has themed Disney suites. So the newest one, which looks amazing, and me and my girlfriend are on a wait list for it right now, is they have a House of the Future uh, room that looks incredible. And it honestly looks better than any of the suites that they have at any of the Disney hotels here on the West Coast. I'm just like not a fan of the West Coast Disney hotels at all. I I think that they're horribly outdated, they're horribly themed, and they're so overpriced. I like the Grand Californian, but I would like any hotel that looks like that. It doesn't have to be Disney. You know what I mean? I'm just into that yeah. whole aesthetic. Like, I like the lobbies. Yeah. It's, well, but it's, like strictly talking the rooms, the rooms are horrible, especially for what they're charging. Yeah. Like when I went, it was a lot, but now it's a lot more. So it's just it's just yeah. ridiculous now. Uh, yeah. So the, the only suite that I've stayed in at the Howard Johnson was they have a Pirates of the Caribbean suite. And oh, wow. I invited a couple of friends over and they were like shocked that it wasn't a Disney suite. They were like, this is amazing. Definitely. Gonna uh, yeah, I'm going to really look into this. Thing. So yeah, Howard Johnson, Anaheim. Huh. So yeah, beyond, beyond the hotels, you can, for some reason, park at Simba. If you're going to spend money in, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, in downtown yeah. Disney. As a, I wonder what it maxes out at. Okay. But so, so $60 was the last I heard. So someone gave rain this great idea. It was a cast member. Yeah. You spend the 10 bucks and park and then you go buy a $20 Disney gift card, which gets you the validation. And you're going to spend that $20 gift card on just other things. Can you actually do that? Yeah. Yeah. I did it for him. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah. So good five hour trip. It's probably worth it. That's, that's your $20. uh, Cause yeah. So that gives you, that gives you five hours. I, what is it? I think it's five hours. Yeah, I think you're right. No, it might be three plus the one. Plus, so four. The, yeah, so it might four, be four. But I mean, four. Hey, and you're gonna, you know, I, you're gonna spend the twenty. I was thinking, I was like, either like what I'm gonna do next year is I'm either not gonna renew my pass, or maybe I'll just lower it to the absolute lowest, lowest, lowest one, and then just go like three times a year and get my fill, get my fix in. But if that's the case, because that the, the thing is, the thing that gets got that got me into getting the, the pass all over again was because I love just whenever I'm passing through OC and I need like time to kill, I love just spending time at the resort. I don't even really necessarily like going to the parks anymore. It's, it's mainly just the resort, but the resort is behind, you know, like a $30 like parking fee. Yeah. yeah it's bad. However, spending $20 to get like a couple of hours, like mm. that's and yeah, if you could just get a gift card, that's amazing. Yeah, you do that. There is a ten dollar parking fee, but it then you have to, to pay the ten dollar. Yeah. yeah, and then you have to get the twenty. But if you're gonna go eat, there's your gift. If you're gonna bad. spend the gift card. The gift card could go in the app for mobile orders and all that stuff. The you gift s- card works on Shop Disney. You can save it for later. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a you know gift cards are and I think there's a you can transfer gift cards between each other. So it's it's not the worst thing if if you and it's about as long of a walk as it already has been from making from structure. So yeah. well, and there's the monorail. You could and you can get straight to the monorail. Yeah, which transitions us into <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can you can get in to Disneyland with the monorail. Hey. So I was going to do this later, but we'll do it now because it works. So if you want to get into Disneyland and you don't need Main Street, 
it's amazing. It's probably, in my opinion, I think the best way to get into the park. You start the park with a ride already. Yeah. Because it is, it is a ride. Yeah. I will say it is. The tram, you know, we have fun with whether or not it is, but it, it's technically not the, an attraction on mm-hmm. the map. But the monorail is. Mm-hmm. It feels, I mean, it's starting to feel a little dated, but it's a little futuristic. You end up in Tomorrowland, but it doesn't just dump you there. It it does a little nice little loop de loop. It circles around a little bit. You get up to the monorail, uh, monorail, the Matterhorn. You see Finding Nemo. Yeah, you get a lot of <laughs> nice views. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of fun, but it only takes you to Disneyland. Yeah. So something I kind of wanted to talk about: Should there be a stop in DCA? And on top of that, should all tickets become park hoppers? Disney could raise the price like they want. Um, which I know it sucks, but they're going to do it anyway. But then a lot of people will say, eh, someday I'll go to DCA. I'm going to buy my Disneyland ticket because that's the expensive ticket. Mm-hmm. I don't want to pay for a park hopper. The park hopper is the only one. That's the one you pay for. At some point during the day, if every single person has a park hopper, they will walk over to DCA. Dude, people will riot if you have to buy a park hopper. They'll riot and then they'll buy the park hoppers. <laughs> Because no one yeah. no one boycotts anything ever. So people would step over there. They would increase attendance at DCA, lower it a little at Disneyland, mm-hmm. uh, which, you know, is an issue. I feel like it's already super crowded. Well, yeah, but it's... I don't know if it's a Lunar New Year thing or what, it's but... It's the Lunar New Year. But, okay. But a lot of days, Disneyland's crazy. And then you walk into DCA and you're like, oh, no one's here. Yeah. And it's not always that way, but this would even things out a little bit and the monorail can be more a form of transportation than just in and out of Disneyland. What do you think, Matthew? I actually have a dream project of mine uh, when it comes to Disneyland. And that would be to completely redo the Disneyland monorail and the Mm -hmm. monorail system. And yeah, I totally would have a stop in DCA. I'm not sure where maybe Avengers campus. Now that you have Avengers campus, I feel like that would make the most sense. Mm -hmm. Um, but my monorail system, what I would do is it would combine everything that makes the Skyway and People Mover and the monorail like also great. I combine all of that together. And so what I would do is imagine like, you know how the monorail like, you know, even though it feels like one big long thing, it really is made up of just, you know, multiple cars, right? Yeah. And so I don't know how you would do it either. Each car would be individually powered or the track itself would be powered. But what you would do is when all the cars are loaded into the station, it gives the effect of, oh, the monorail is here and it's passing through. However, each car would, so the loading platform for the monorail would be a continuous moving walkway. And so you could do it like the Skyliner where you just load it, load it, load it, load it, load it, close the door up. And by the time it gets to the end, take off Mm. and so that way it's wheelchair accessible it's stroller accessible it's way more efficient because if there's a car that needs extra time for people to load out you could just send that car off to the side off to like a different track or something like that and yeah you could have a speedy revamped monorail system like that and then you could send i mean you could even send cars to different destinations if there yeah. was more tracks or stops or whatever. I, that too. I, I really like what um, they do in Universal Orlando with uh, the the Hogwarts Express taking you between yeah. the two parks. It's a full experience. I mean, so is the monorail. 
but like an internal experience. But then again, I want to see the outside of Disneyland. So I don't know. I don't know. I'm, but the thing is, have you guys done the Skyway in Walt Disney World? I have. Yeah. I've never been to Walt Disney World. <laughs> the Skyway I, I know is amazing. Though. Yeah. The Skyway yeah, cool. is my favorite transportation system when it comes to anything at any of the theme parks. We're, I think it's amazing because it's... I like it because like it's it's kind of like the monorail too where it like gives you like just that little taste of like the theme parks mm-hmm. but also can just be like a completely neutral like we're just going to take you from one resort to to the other yeah but it is so damn efficient where would you take it from and to I guess. oh i listen there is on this recent walt disney world trip uh which we'll circle back to later on in the episode uh when we talk about food uh because i had a good food trip this nice. this past walt disney world trip but um there is one day that we had that was kind of an awkward day where we were like, okay, my girlfriend was there for work. She was uh, actually shooting for Disney weddings and it, oh. it's on YouTube right now. If you look up Disney weddings, uh, she was one of the models in front of uh, Cinderella's nice. castle. Dude, I swear I go to target now and I see her, I watch euphoria and I see her like, what the, <laughs> yeah, she's everywhere. <laughs> uh, and now she's at Disney weddings. Um, yeah, love her. She's a she's a boss. But uh, yeah. So the first shoot day that she had of that, it was overnight, and so they were gonna start at like, they needed her at the hotel at like something like six p.m. or something like that. So we were like, okay, that's kind of awkward. We're like not gonna be able to squeeze a theme park day in. So like, let's just not even try to do that. And I had the idea. I was like, you know, I've always wanted to do. I've always wanted to explore around the resorts, just check yeah. out all of the hotels. And so we came up with a plan uh me and my girlfriend and my friend because my friend was like that sounds amazing i'm doing that with you guys as well (laughs) and so we did all of the hotels connected to the skyliner so that's art of animation pop century the riviera the caribbean um and then everything in that boardwalk loop next to epcot okay so like uh and it hits hollywood studios also right Yes, but yeah. we just we just didn't go over there because because basically like it's it's like an L to go from Art of Animation to Epcot and then there's a separate little tick to go to Hollywood Studios. Oh, okay. So okay. so we just kept riding past that and then uh, took an Uber to Epcot and then took the monorail to go to the Contemporary Floridian and the Polynesian. Polynesian, yeah, nice. And then ended my day when everyone else left to go shoot all their wedding things. Cause my friends were also there for a Disney wedding thing, but it wasn't for Disney weddings. It was for an actual Disney wedding. <laughs> wow. Uh, and would you believe that this all got scheduled on the same day and we all got to basically have a vacation together. It was nuts. That's awesome. But uh, later that day, I also went to Fort Wilderness. And so that was how I ended off my day. And, yeah. That's, uh, that's where I've stayed Fort Wilderness and, uh, and animal kingdom lodge. So, I don't want to, you know, dwell on the buses mm-hmm. again, but we're still we're still on the getting around thing. I just want to ask, you've been on the Toy Story bus a lot yes. recently. Yes, is sir. it faster now? It mm. depends on there's a different route. It, I swear it used to be like this huge Yeah. I was on it once for like 10 minutes and I'm like I want to die. The entrance where you used to go into mm-hmm. uh where the cars would go into is now moved to right around the corner. But now that's where the buses cut through to get into the parks faster, from my oh, understanding. Okay. Because if you put in Google Maps, like we did, it takes you to where the buses come out, not where the cars are actually supposed to enter. Got it. So it just they just figured it out. 
somehow. I guess so. I guess so. Uh, and then there. Amazing. This this isn't official, but there are golf carts that I've seen people on driving around downtown Disney. I don't know. They're cast members, aren't they? They look like guests. What? Like there was a kid on the golf cart. The kid's not a cast member. <laughs> I don't know. VIPs, I don't know what that's I about. So. I know. I know. Universal has their own little golf carts. I got into Universal on a golf cart once. I we, so did uh, I. So my did I. my aunt worked there, and where, where, oh oh uh, so you got to go around backstage. I've heard they stopped doing that now. Oh, yeah. they stopped uh, doing that for the past couple of years. Yeah, my my friend uh, was talking to me about that because he used to be one of those people that was like, yeah, I knew a friend, and we would just drive around. Yeah, the uh, the the studios. Apparently, ever since Comcast acquired them, they were Ooh. like, that's not mm. a thing anymore. Well, they she didn't drive us around. She just was like, hey, meet me at this entrance, and mm-hmm. then I will just take you to the park. It was terrifying because we were on the back of the golf cart and there's just oh, like yeah. the little post and oh yeah, Universal has hills that are like this. <laughs> Went straight up the hill and we're like uh-huh. holding on for our lives, <laughs> trying not to fall out of the back of this thing. We were children, but uh, it was pretty awesome. Years ago, my old friend Diana had an uncle who worked as the person who would push the button for the plane to come through in Waterworld. <laughs> <laughs> and we he took us to animal actors and uh we took pictures with the monkeys that's fun yeah it was amazing cool. yeah it was fun so finally getting getting around the resort the mickey and friends tram yeah well we're all here old faithful <laughs> i don't know how faithful it was for a while but uh <laughs> first of all the sound of it pulling up is like this iconic it's yeah iconic it it feels good like it's so silly to be talking about this Mm -hmm. but it it just because it doesn't sound like an engine yeah it's it's a it's natural gas so it's got its own little like purring sound and you can kind of hear it ramping up as it comes towards you but it's not it's obviously not like the autopia sound it's not like a revving car because the exhaust is just heat it's not like this exhaust pipe that's just like you know like and that's because of natural gas, right? Yeah. yeah. And so, of course, there's that. There is the tram voice, which somehow our intro guy just... just yeah, I just sent him over, you know, the actual official recording. He's like, yeah, I can try to do that. <laughs> All right, cool. I need it. Voice actors, man. They're yeah. great. And, oh, oh, oh. What are you... He's, he's going to pull up something. I thought something just, like, fell over. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you had some, like, s- extremely relevant thing, like you... <laughs> Like you, oh no, no, no! Like you no. definitely would. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we have a nice little diecast. Yeah, tram yeah, it's it's, it's incorrect. Oh, it's so cute. It's the it, for, it's the Disney World one. So they sell it as like the Disney tram. Oh, yeah, and it's just Disney the Walt World Disney World. One. Like, come on, Disney. Yeah, it's, the Disney World one is lame. The yeah. Disney one is awesome. Yeah, it, it looks. Also, cool. that honk is iconic. Yeah, the honk. Yeah, it's man, it feels good. I and mean, that, also, you guys need to like once the trans are back, you guys need to like talk to some cast member to see if they can get you <laughs> to stand near the back of the tram and give off a driver <laughs> you are clear and then have them honk. Well, that would wow. be awesome. Oh. Yeah, because because I've we that's where this word all started when we used to wear the masks outside because mm-hmm. you know that was a thing. They'd be like, "Oh my god, are those the trams?" Like, yeah, so many cast are. members are so excited about them. Yeah, and some you know at security, there uh, I've like worn we have. We just have two shirts, like our own, because we bought it as like a test. And yeah. they've just been like, yeah, I wish we were tramming. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, they'll be back soon, stuff like that. Um, and of course, all our stickers and stuff. But yeah, it's like, it's become our whole thing. But even before tramming, you were tramming. Yeah. I, you specifically were tramming. The I whole, wasn't tramming yet. 
Yeah, I've got I've got all the videos playing jamming as yeah. uh, going down on the tram. Yeah, and that's what that was the lyrics for today. Ah, yeah, up at the top. Ah, you're but right. Yeah. Now this is a silly one. I just think the door handles are genius because you have to turn them upwards, which means a child cannot open that door and jump out. It's you, a child lock without having. It's to like lock locks. people in. It's like yeah, this. Without sec- having locks. It's like the security by obscurity thing. It's like yeah. it's not actually more secure. Yeah. I mean, it is because you can't fall on it. I guess mm-hmm. right. You can't lean on it. But yeah, you know, kids are smart. They'll figure it out eventually. By the time they do, they know not to jump out of the trap. Yeah. But I love that. Uh, and so this one, this is just like a. It's not that. It's like if you know, you know. It's a little m- bit more common than that. But when it's a cold day or a cold night, it's time to go home. And you almost think of walking because you don't want to sit on the edge of the tram and just have the cold, cold wind pierce oh, you. No, I love it. I love it. I, I'll, I'll sit on the outside. And it's kind of cool when you sit in the front. There's the shield, but you get a little bit of the heat mm-hmm. from the engine to warm you up as you're going. And I've called them out before. I, I love all cast members. They're all wonderful. We don't deserve them, and they deserve more pay. But there's this cast member who draws out his spiel every time what he does is he pauses and then speeds up the way he talks i <laughs> and, i've had this guy and it's just like dude i think like, i've had this guy too yeah it's like look man i i get it you're trying to be funny whatever <laughs> come on just finish <laughs> just say the spiel <laughs> yeah just say the spiel uh it's i okay this spiel feels a little dirty now because they bring up the app i know you know the app rules all you know reservations mm-hmm. genie all this stuff but like they bring up the app it's like make sure to download the disneyland app to do blah 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 I'm like Ugh. like it it feels like the tram's just been the same thing forever and now it's like are they going to advertise things on the tram at some point did i send you the video of the i think it was at a d23 where the tram announcer did the tram spiel on stage? I think so. Yeah, that was that was awesome. So you oh, know, yeah, still I have seen that. Yeah. I loved that panel. Uh, they did it a couple of times, and then they stopped doing it uh, right around the time when D twenty three became the worst convention ever. But it was oh, really no. fun whenever they uh, used to have like all the voice actors, uh, and they would like have a different cast like every year. So Rain's going. Is it D23, the worst convention ever? Because I've never gone. But I, I, if you can get a refund, you should do it as soon as possible. I refuse mm. to go. Because Good. it is a press conference with just way too many people running around being psychic. Well, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Let me tell you. I went in 2013, 2015, and 2017. Those times, favorite convention ever. Mm-hmm. And then I went in 2019. And it was the worst convention I've ever been to. Yeah. I've, do you go to... And uh, what, is the common, what is the common denominator? Bobby. Mr. Chapek. Uh, that's when they got like, there was the stampede and everything, right? There was a stampede? Yeah. They overbooked one of the panels or something. Ugh. And people just. I, be, I, I do Comic-Con every year. This is why. So I, I, I could do. I mean, I feel like I can do it. You know. I don't know. I've got Rick is, and Morty panels. <laughs> if, you, if you like a convention where you're going to wait in long lines just to buy merchandise, then have fun but there's uh, nothing it's, else it's that. that they have to offer you anymore. It used to be like 
you could do like these amazing photo ops and like you'd walk past a wall and be like, oh my God, this is like a wall full of all of these things. And how neat is that? And like, it's, it just, it felt genuinely like a celebration. It's kind of like how people are describing the Walt Disney World 50th compared to the Disneyland 50th. It's like in the past, D23 felt like this is a thank you to the fans. Mm-hmm. Whereas now it feels like a, you're welcome. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, because I've been okay. to PlayStation Experience, and that whole thing was like, we don't need, it wasn't a you're welcome, it was a thank you. It was like, we don't need to do this. We're just doing it because people love PlayStation, just yep. as a brand. So here, photo ops, we made real versions of these weapons and put them in a fake museum. There is a merch store, but half of it's online. So it's like, you don't need that. Obviously, you could play games, meet developers, you know, little, but it was just like, and the Anaheim Convention Center was like, oh, hey. Come just be around PlayStation fans. Oh, see this panel? It's in basically a stadium. Like, yeah. So, but I'm I'm, I'm a little over nervous it. now, man. Not, Dude, yeah. you're gonna be you're gonna be fine. Yeah, like just think about like 2015, Matt, like walking around D23 and being and like me and my friends being like, oh my god, like there's just a wall full of like all of John Lasseter's like Hawaiian shirts from like every <laughs> single Pixar movie, and we were <laughs> that's like, cool. that's so random. They yeah. just put that up there, but yeah. like that's so fun. Cause like obviously for years, like everyone had heard about like and seen in behind the scenes like his shirts. And so in 2015, that was cool. <laughs> you know, obviously now it's not that cool. Yeah. But uh 2015, yeah, that was super cool. And then it was like the next day, my friend calling me going, Oh my god, everyone's saying that they're gonna announce Star Wars Land today. Oh. And then and then fast forward to 2019, me convincing my girlfriend, like, hey man, we gotta we got to check out the steam park panel it's gonna be amazing and then walking out with five dollar target gift cards and being like five dollar target gift cards it was horrible like in the past they've like they've been like fantastic 2.0 is premiering tonight and you're all invited you know or like all these amazing things like like thanks for coming to the theme park panel and now everyone gets a free this and everyone was like oh my god this is amazing and then they ended it with a Target ad. And then they were like, yeah, we're closing down all the Disney stores. And now there's going to be a shitty Disney section in every Target. Here's a $5 gift card. Bye. And also 90% of the things they announced at that panel were lame as fuck. And then also didn't come to be. So. Wow. Okay. Yeah, we, we did an episode on cross promotion and how just everything is just like, here's a free button. Here's some stuff that's going to go in a landfill. Here's Here, some glasses. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's not it's it's even funnier because they say well they said millennials. I don't know how Gen Z is, but like the newer generations love experiences, not stuff. Yeah. But they're giving us stuff and a lot of us don't care, but then way too many people eat it up. Yeah. So it's just like yeah. we have too much stuff. Like there is a point I kind of got over merch. Like I bought a sweater last year, but I really liked it, but I don't go looking for new sweaters all the time. Right. I bought like that really in 2020, uh, Kimmy and I got the, the red Christmas sweaters that were zipped up and they look like nice, ugly Christmas sweaters, Mm -hmm. but they weren't as like in your face, Disney, whatever. But like you just passed by and you're like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, I wasn't like, yeah. But like mm-hmm. these merch drops and like the new this, new that thousand dollar ears. It's like, God, what's the point? Like, it's yeah. just stuff, you know? Yeah, um, like all the popcorn buckets. Like I look at them and I'm like, oh, that makes me happy. Like I'm happy that that exists. Like the figment popcorn bucket. 
I'm like, that made my day. The fact that they decided to make that like makes me happy. Do I need to own that? No. I literally have nowhere to store that. And I have no purpose for that. Rain used to collect popcorn buckets. And then at some point I would send them some and he's like, eh. Uh, I I got like four or five. And then you're right. Like I started not knowing where to put these things. Yeah. They started ending up in my office at work. Like now I, now I don't, I don't really buy it. (laughs) All right. So let's move on to getting around Disneyland itself. Let's start with the main street vehicles. I love these things, but they're only around during the day. But why is that? Is that because of the fireworks? Because of the the, parade? So crowds. There's a lot more crowds Mm. at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. As soon as the crowds get busy, the horses need to go home. Mm. Once the horses leave Main Street, they go home to the ranch. Yeah. Uh, Which isn't at Disneyland anymore. Yeah. So they can't like take them out, bring them back in. And, you know, it's I'm sure... Horses have routines and they're like, hey, you're done. And they're like, cool, I'm done, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, yeah, so you can't, it's all, I've seen them honk way too many times in the morning. People are not aware of anything these days. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. So they got to get them out of there. So I've never done the the fire engine. Have either of you done that? The little one, the little car. Yeah, the little old man driving it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that one. I feel like that one more than all the other vehicles. I've done all the vehicles. Mm-hmm. I feel like. That one, more than all the other ones, I've been talked to by the driver. Because it's usually like one or two parties, right? And Pretty intimate, yeah. yeah. It's pretty intimate on that one. That one's a fun one. Yeah, I've tried to do that, but last time I tried, it was like, oh, only one party per car because, you know, the world right now. Um, but yeah, that... Uh, Omnibus that, is, is superior, in my opinion. I do love the Omnibus. Yeah. Uh, Omnibus up top. Up top, for sure. So, up top. It's, it's the perspective of Disneyland you almost never get. Being yeah. above just like, because Disneyland is meant to be looked at from the ground up, you know, the perspective and all that stuff. And this is like, no, you're up here and you look around, you see the castle at kind of eye level. And all, maybe even because of the force perspective, you feel like you're even higher than you are. Yeah. Um, but I, I absolutely love that. And it's, it's kind of a shame that you're not near the driver because even getting on and getting off of the omnibus, the driver is whoever it is, is always so friendly. They have a little tiny conversation with you and you feel like this was a, an amazing interaction. Driving all the vehicles must be the, one of the best jobs in the world. Cause you, you know, so this can technically get you from one end of main street to the other, mm-hmm. but what these vehicles are, there's of course the little trolley with the horse, which I'm just not interested in. It's mm-hmm. just, you know, but what that is, is a driver who all he does or they do is drive. And meet people. And who are these people? The people who have nowhere to be in a hurry. Who yeah. want to have these conversations, probably. Who are just like, yeah, you know. Well, like, Why not? Well, yeah. I, I'm not trying to get to the end of Main Street to get on this ride to get to Peter Pan before it gets to 40 minutes. Yeah, I just want a little leisurely stroll, ride. stroll down Main Street. So, if well, I, I want to say real quick, mm-hmm. I think it's so funny that you corrected yourself with the, <laughs> the, the pronouns. Because I was going to ask, like... Have you guys ever seen anyone that wasn't the oldest man you've ever seen driving the Main Street vehicles? <laughs> like, I'm not talking the horse-drawn trolley, because I have Always seen the a, a, mix, yeah. a mix of men and women uh, working on that. And obviously, of course, the trains and everything else at Disneyland. Specifically, those cars. I have never seen anyone except an old white man driving any of those. So, yeah. My the, entire life. The they was, was, one, just because, you know... Um, and two, because of usually the horse-drawn uh, trolley. 
Exactly. Yeah. Um, but when it comes to those other three, I've never seen it be anyone else. So I have a friend who's in not Disney HR, but just HR, but they, you know, taken HR classes and stuff. They study Disneyland. They said a big thing is like, one, you can't fire people when they're old. And two, <laughs> you don't necessarily want to yeah. if they've been around forever. And she said, notice the more, they're not ticket takers, but the ticket takers at the front, at the turnstiles. A lot of them are older people because they can, they want to still work at Disneyland, but they can't be like, oh, pull on the, pull on the old strap. Oh, the kid didn't put it on. Got to put yeah. it on for them. It's like, you know, they, they could sit on the chair, but uh, I wonder if it's just like those vehicles are only there in the morning. So there can only, and there's only like what, one or two of each max. So it's probably just the same person who's driven it forever. And they're not going to tell them, Hey, this thing you do, we're going <laughs> to, we're going to replace you now. But I, yeah, but it, yeah. now because it's another important point was you said the oldest man you've ever seen the horse drawn trolley is they're usually younger. So I, yes. So what will be like the thing to pay attention to is let's say when those older gentlemen retire, who are they going to be replaced with? Where if it's the uh, whole point be. is this is just an old man. Yeah. That'd be interesting to see. But yeah, I think. Yeah. Cause you see younger people get apprenticed into like the Disneyland trains. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I've never seen younger people get apprenticed into any of those mainstream vehicles. Yeah. I wonder, I wonder what that's about. Well, you know, like, Many young people just don't drive anymore. <laughs> I know so many That's people true. like, you know, the 18, to even 23, 24. They're just like, ah, I don't have my license. What? Dude, I have a cousin that's 29. Brandy has a cousin that's 34. They don't drive. And when my I'm, girlfriend it just turned 26, she doesn't drive. Mm-hmm. Now, because she doesn't want to or other reasons? Doesn't want to. Interesting. Uh, anxiety. She no, okay, crushed. that's different. No, that's different. I'm saying the people who just can't be bothered to do it. Oh yeah, no, 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 she no. Wants, she she's mad that she can't drive. No, but I'm, she has horrible life altering anxiety about it. No, no, that's not what I was making fun. Definitely not making fun of that. Like right, no, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. People who, I mean, I'm gonna say that's can't drive, right? That's different. Yeah, I'm saying the people drive. who are just like I see what you're saying. There's no, they're just like nah, I don't, I don't need to do it. I'm like what? Just get the license at least if you if you're able to like because people would always say I don't have a car I'm like I when I was that age I'm like I don't have a car my parents aren't gonna give me a car yeah you know it's like but I can drive one if I need to I think you're one of the first people in our class right I was one of the youngest people in our class I was like the and a half. third person to get a license because it was like I want to be able to do this thing yeah. and you know parents let you borrow the car or like you know God forbid but something happens to your friend who's driving you can drive the car in an mm-hmm. emergency no yeah the the it's the kids who are just like, they can't be arsed to drive. It's like, <laughs> that's weird to me. So who knows? Maybe, maybe that'll play into it in the future. But yeah, I, uh, that's something I'm going to definitely pay attention to every time now. To see who's, at, who's actually who, driving. Who's at yeah. the wheel. Yeah. Who's at the wheel. Uh, so let's see. What's next? The Tom Sawyer's Island rafts. These count because they get you from one place they do. to another. They do. And I've heard recently that they are now offering around the island excursions we, we did it we did it yeah. so you did it how yeah. was it okay so we recorded episode 100's uh we have it so good part uh we had people write in they didn't know we decided we we're gonna record it from is it lafitte or lafayette uh, lafitte 
Lafitte's Lafitte's Lafitte. Lafitte. Yeah. So we were going to do at Lafitte's Tavern on Tom Sawyer's Island, live from Lafitte's, even though it wasn't live. Yeah. It was closed, but we did it like right next to it. So we're like, we're going to record a part of this episode from Disneyland. So we got on a raft and it took a little long way to get on there. And then to get back all the way around the island. Yeah. And it was amazing. It's it's a different experience. Because the Mark Twain, you know, you can be low to the water, whatever, but you're on a big river boat. This was just like, right. oh, we're just out on this platform surrounded by rope going around these rivers. And there's... That's sick. The Mark Twain was just parked. And I have like a... It's like a 10-second video of just... I just said, are we going around the whole thing? And it's like, yep, yeah, we are. <laughs> and it, yeah, vibes. It, it was it really was cool. cool. Like was cool. Immaculate. And it's like a nice... It's long enough to be cool. But I, it's a little bit faster than the Mark Twain. So you're not like... Really? I think so. Because the Mark Twain's a little... I would think it's slower. It, this has got like a little motor and it's just like... Because I always <laughs> feel like the journey across from Tonsor's Island back to New England Square is like... Uh, I think that's because they have to slowly aim the whatever. But it's... This well, we're is going full, makes sense. You're just but if they're just going full throttle around yeah. the river. Wow, and, it's amazing. And they're small. So they can take really like wide zip. turns too. Really they like don't have any Cooper... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Someone, I'm sure someone's timed it, but yeah, that was that was a really cool thing to see, and you just felt like you know, wind in your face. Yeah, it was that was awesome. But I really think, I think this is really cool because this is the besides, let's say Disney's got some. I know they've got boats under the waterfalls and stuff, right? But really, this is the only way to get Tom Sawyer's Island. They don't have a bridge that shows up. They don't have an underground tunnel. The cast members for Fantasmic get on one of these rafts at Hungry Bear and go across. Well, they almost had an underground tunnel. How do you, he knows everything. <laughs> you know, well, you know, Have you guys never stuff. heard about this? No. Back, no. This could be a whole the other podcast. The only thing I know about is the there is a tunnel under Tomorrowland, but it's just like one little yes. access yeah. tunnel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it always annoys me when people are like, there are tunnels underneath this. And I'm like, no, there's like... Other place. The, the other one. <laughs> there's like a tunnel... Okay, so what's this? There's like a tunnel. What's the tunnel but, that okay, almost it, was? It's so interesting. Okay, I'll try to I'll try to say this really fast. Uh, it's funny that you bring up Lafitte because oh, no. Lafitte, 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 Lafitte. Like when you go to New Orleans Square next time, and when you are riding on, when you're going to Tonsoris Island, New Orleans Square, parts of the Caribbean, you're gonna see Lafitte. Yeah. Everywhere. Uh, it's Lafitte's Landing, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. When you load onto the boat, mm -hmm. uh, there's Lafitte on on uh yeah Lafitte's anchor. There's Lafitte on Time Stories Island. And basically what they wanted to do was they had this crazy idea of connecting Pirates of the Caribbean, Haunted Mansion, and Time Stories Island all with underground tunnels. And they were going to create this whole massive underground walkthrough thing uh, on Time Stories Island where there was going to be like a sunken ship. It was gonna basically like to connect the Pirates and the Haunted Mansion story together where you were going to see like uh, this crashed yeah. ship underground like a with Goonies all these situation? skeletons. It was like a Goonie situation. Yeah, basically. Wow. And the only remnant of this idea is, you know, that weird archway with like 1812, like written over it. And there's like red bricks. And it's I've like always, yeah, I've always wondered what that is. That was like the it's a, that's a re, It's a remnant of that idea. Dang. Wow. That's, that never came to That's me. neat. That's, that's cool. Too cool. And now I'm sure there's... I feel like there was a video about this somewhere. I feel like someone told me to watch Disney. it, but I did not. Yeah. But wow, yeah, that's so that cool. Because of that, this is. I think it is cool that the only way to get to Tomsters Island really is by a raft or you know some sort of hidden boat. Somewhere. I don't want a bridge. No, that wouldn't. It's not it. 
Because when you're on Tom Sawyer's Island, you feel in not a bad way, but that you can't escape. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Like, it, <laughs> yeah. it, it's its own little thing over there. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's bad when it's hot and you're trying to get off around 5 p.m. But Oof, yeah, but it's yeah, it's really cool that it it makes it feel more like an actual island because, yeah. you know, the, the river is like, what, a few feet deep. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's not you could probably walk across it. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's. Yeah, it's just this really cool feeling of, yeah, everyone uses these rafts to get across. Yeah. That's how the cast members get across when their shifts are over and everything. It's just really cool. So the ships don't really count. The Columbia and the Mark Twain. I agree. If they didn't take forever to load and unload, it would be cool if they could drop you off. Oh, so that's the reason you think they don't count. They don't. T- they, they only. Don't take you they anywhere. take you to where you started. But what's, yeah. that's what? what I was gonna say. Yeah. That's yeah. why I think that they don't count. They are an attraction. Yeah, they are. And, they are not transportation. And so, you know, that is something we're gonna talk about in just a moment. But yeah, they they don't take you anywhere. Would it be cool if one of them did, or is it just too much of a, a mess to do that? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think it would be cool to have another stop on the other side, like a Galaxy's Edge drop off. Yeah, that, that would be interesting. I mean, uh, that would be sick. That would be pretty sick. They put the beavers there, <laughs> like on the complete other side. So it's like beavers or the galaxy's edge. I don't know. Yeah, it, it would be a cool thing if they could. It just people are very slow at everything. Yeah. And I mean, good that they do, but they're, you know, accessible needs where it's like you got to let everyone move and then you got to put the ramp or stop everyone, put the ramp. And it's just some things are just it, not good. It takes time. Now, I think if the rivers were significantly bigger, now it would kind of maybe be a waste, but if the river was way bigger, also shout out to river, um, <laughs> then it would make sense where it's like, it's such a long journey anyway. It's like, hey, you can you can hop off here if you want. Hey, do they still have the boats in Epcot now that uh, Harmonious is there? I was wondering that because yeah. like, I was, I was looking at the station and I saw that it said like, we'll be back soon. And I was mm. like, is this still happening with Harmonious or yeah. is this like not a thing anymore? Oh, these are in the same water? Yeah. Because I've never seen anyone use them. I've I've been on them, but it was before the Harmonious day. So it was just when there was water there. Okay. I know right. they I know they exist. I know people have told me to do it. Mm-hmm. But in the time I've been on Instagram, which is like years now, like Disney Instagram, I haven't seen people post being on the, the little ferry. God, I don't know if I have a picture. I may have. This is a good point. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's something I've, I've thought like. But that takes you from one side to the other side. But it's a big. I mean. No. But this is a big body of water. This, this is between parks though, right? No. Wait. N- no, no, no. This takes you from uh, essentially, I think, what is it? The beginning of World Just Showcase? Future World. And future World, world to. Showcase. Yeah. To oh, world I thought this was I th- like. I think I think it takes you from halfway through World Showcase, like around. It's uh, so like where America's at. Italy, Germany, America. Oh, yeah. There, yeah. I thought this was a way to get into one of the parks. Mm. Uh, there's also. Oh, there is. Okay. The boat into. Magic Disney. Kingdom. Yeah, it's a Magic Kingdom. Okay. Does that, is that. Which running? I did take that from Fort Wilderness. So it is yeah. running. So it is a thing. Wait, are you running. talking about the little boat from Fort Wilderness? Because there's the little one too. Yeah, the and little then, one. And then there's the big one. And then there's the big one, which I've never yeah. taken the big one from yeah. the transportation center. This yeah. is why people are the like, Walt- oh, Magic just Kingdom. go to Walt Disney World. And I've never been. It's like, I feel like I got to spend 10 days there. F- f- no, you, you need to go to Walt Disney World with someone who has been. Because as someone who is barely learning it, like, oh, my God, I would not have been able to. Yeah, you, you guys should just go together. Because <laughs> if you tried to go by yourself, like, you would be so confused. Yeah. 
It's different. It's a different world out there. <laughs> it's a world. Yeah. yeah. So let's talk about something that is transportation and an attraction. The Disneyland Railroad, mm. which is arguably just the reason Disney built built a whole Disney, park because <laughs> he loved yeah. railroads and now he's got his own. Yeah. So, I let's start out with the negative. As transportation, this is terrible <laughs> because it's so slow and inefficient. It's so slow; it takes forever for people to get on because everyone wants to ride it. Yeah. There's never any seats. People are not scooting over. Yeah. Uh, the more efficient one is the seats that face the the engine, but you don't want to go on that because you can't see anything. Exactly. The water's really loud when they refill. So that's the thing. <laughs> From Main Street, you go to New Orleans Square, which is where they refill the water because mm-hmm. it's a real steam engine. And that takes forever. Yeah. So it's like, hey, let's get on our journey. This is the shortest leg of the journey and the longest wait. <laughs> so because I've, I've had people say like, oh, let's just get on the train and go to wherever. I'm like, let's just walk there. Yeah. Because you're it's not. Faster. It's faster. But ironically, that's how I used to feel about the Disneyland trans before they were gone for like three years. So recently, oh, so, I would just be like, I'm, I would rather just spend half the time that I'm going to spend waiting to get on the tram, walking to just get to the end of downtown Disney. And then I can just enjoy all of downtown Disney and then get to the, where the trams load off by the time that they're loading off. Yeah. So these days, because you have to, well, no, they've got that bridge now. But before before that bridge, uh, it used to take, okay, the fastest way to really get back and forth with Disneyland, especially back, was when you can get on the walking path by Wetzel's Pretzels and walk yes. alongside the monorail. Uh, yeah. And then you would just, yes. you'd be there in no time. And I remember when... Uh, because hit, instead of having to walk an L, you could walk a diagonal. Yeah. Uh, and we'd... So uh, my friend RJ uh, and his fiance and daughter, like they, they would, she, the, when his daughter was in a stroller, they'd be like, oh, we'll walk. Like we don't want to fold up the stroller. She'll fall asleep. Yeah. It's a leisurely walk. And it was great. And the, you know, it, you get that vibe of like, you're fenced off from the tram. You're still like, there's like rocks and leaves and whatever. And the monorail above you, which is so cool. You're still kind so of cool. Disney-ish. And then they closed that off because of the security thing. And then now there's the bridge, but you kind of, you have to go all the way out of downtown Disney and then go forward and then cut across again and then go up the bridge. And if you want to cut diagonal, you got to go through the parking lot. And And if you park in Mickey and Friends as opposed to Pixar panels. Yeah. And apparently now you can't walk through the parking lot because they like put signs up and they try to blockade it. And they're like, no, this is for customers only. And it's like, Oh. Screw you. I'm going to walk through the parking lot. This is insane. Like you're making me try to walk like 20 minutes extra for no reason. Oh, I just walk through the parking lot. You're talking about the it's downtown Disney line. entrance? Yeah. Yeah, that you got to go around to the d- hotel side. They what? make you... No, like, like, so imagine, like, let's say that my head is... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, I'm trying to think, like, how I, I can describe it. It's like, instead of just, you know, getting off of the bridge and then at some point heading over straight to over to security like this, oh, you- they want you to walk oh like i see i see yeah because also they don't want you to cut across those bushes because yeah the the security thing that you see when you're walking from the bridge that's not the entrance that's the exit that's only an entrance for customers yeah where you have to enter is the disneyland hotel 
Yeah. So Kimmy so and I walk that pathway, which the pathway takes you all the way around the farthest way possible on the left side, oh, over the to where Rainforest Cafe is, and then you have to walk up backward. Uh, okay. Okay. Backward, the length of that giant stupid bush thing. Yeah. Spin around and then get over there, or just cut across the parking lot. Do you know if my tents are still there? Your tents? Yeah. Because, yeah, yeah, because of all still, the construction over there. No, no. So they st- that downtown Disney entrance is there, but it's a cast member only entrance. Right, right. But the so, other one. What other one? The other one where the Disneyland Hotel. Yeah, yeah. It's, they okay. still have security there. And okay, everything. okay. So you have to go through there, mm-hmm. and it's super annoying because they said like, "Oh, Mickey and Friends is open," mm-hmm. um, and we, Kimmy and I, parked there, and like a cast member gave us free parking once because we wanted to go. There was some restaurant we were going to. Oh, Craftsman Bar and Grill nice they don't validate for the weirdest reason i don't so you and they don't so they don't count as downtown disney validation if you spend the 20 dollars uh they doesn't count as grand california validation doesn't count as disneyland hotel so we went to mickey and friends which was like 25 bucks at the time and the cast member is like oh you're going to the parks like no we're going to craftsman and he's like oh why don't you do this i'm like they don't validate he goes that's silly. I can't take your money. Go ahead. <laughs> and then we walked. That's what's up. Yeah. And then we, so and we, that guy is probably fired now. And, we uh, didn't say his name. We didn't say his name, but I know his name. Real cool guy. But, uh, and it was later in the day, but like, so we're like, cool. The bridge is open. We can walk. And then like, you know, I had to go to the bathroom. It's like, no, you got to walk all the way back and go around and then get, go to the Lego store. But yeah. So, um, yeah, speaking of long-winded trans- transportation, yeah, the Disneyland Railroad. Don't use it for transportation, but but it's a good ride. It is a wonderful ride. Yeah, and it's a wonderful ride. It's a it's almost a shame that the filling station is at New Orleans Square because you want to do the Grand Circle tour. Just it it feels right. Mm-hmm. But then if you want to get on New Orleans Square, because there isn't really anything in between Main Street and New Orleans, right? No, it's the longest wait at New Orleans Square. <laughs> Because yeah. everyone wants to get on there because they think that'll get them out of the park. Even though it goes all the way around. And then... Uh, not a bad thing, though. My most... So before... Yeah. The, next is the... Hilariously, the Toontown Station, which is weird to me that it's not the Fantasyland Station. What do you think, Matthew? I love that it's the Toontown Station. Yeah? Yeah. I, because that section doesn't feel like Fantasyland. I guess, Yeah. It's, I've it's always where the theaters at, right? Yeah, I kind of always felt that was the small world section. It's like it's yeah, yeah, it's Fantasyland. Okay, I think that'd be like theming like the Galaxy's Edge entrance. That's like the farthest to the right to Fantasyland. Yeah. It's like no, nah, we're kind of done with Fantasyland at this point. Like you can start Toontown here. I I predicted in the Toontown episode that they're not they're not really going to change the uh, architecture. But that they could possibly paint it in a way that makes it look more like these uh, the Mickey shorts because that's kind of the whole theme of the the ride. Yeah, I wonder if they'll just even slightly retheme the. I mean, I hope they retheme the entrance a little bit and the the station because it could it. I think the reason I don't like that it's a Toontown station that much is it looks like outdated cartoons. Now, old cartoons are not necessarily outdated, but that really specific, like, 1992 era yeah. is the 1992 cartoon era. It's yeah. like you this, can tell. Yeah. It's, hey, we started making cartoons with computers, but <laughs> they look like the in-between. So, yeah. Uh, 
And then the station I always forget about is the Tomorrowland station because it's, it is hidden. Oh my god, you got to go through that little little. little but thing. I think it's super cool. It is. It is. Yeah. It's got that cool sign that they finally got working again. That flips. <laughs> now people don't uh, look at me like I'm crazy whenever I tell them that the sign changes. <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about, but now I'm gonna go see. Uh, yeah, it changes over uh, from it'll like rotate. Um, like all the little panels will rotate and it'll show like primeval world. And then there'll be one that shows like old main street art. And it's really cool. Oh, oh wow. That is really cool. I think there's three pieces of art in total that it rotates through. Huh. Oh, I know what you're talking about. It's like a, like a wall, right? It's a big giant sign. Like, yeah, no, no, okay. I do know what you're talking about. I was thinking of the sign, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. That is, uh, I got to check. This I out. didn't know it was gone because I would never get on the train at Tomorrowland. Although it's probably a good place to get on because probably yeah. not busy. You get to see uh, the primeval world mm-hmm. and, you, you know, get back to Main Street. I feel like I always get off at Tomorrowland. And the thing is, it's, there isn't really a point to get on it to exit Main Street because you could get on the monorail if it's open. Yeah. And that's, you know, one of the best ways to exit. So 100%. Oh, it does change the three different signs. I found a photo of uh, uh, someone pulled up. Let me see if I can, here, I'll copy a link. I'll put it into the bottom of the uh, Google Doc for you guys. Nice. There it is. Yeah, you open it and show me. All right. Um, Keep going. I assume if they're, it's like a triangular thing to make it change. I also have like a iPad that's like 10 years old. So <laughs> give me a second. Did it just crash? <laughs> oh, I thought I thought it crashed the app, but no. you were just. This searching. is just opening Safari. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I've got the iPad Mini too. It's basically the Google Doc machine now. So uh, yeah, that's, that's what it is. Don't redirect. Okay. All right, I'm going, dude. I'm going. Ah, uh, uh, there uh, it is. Uh, there. Oh uh, no, nope, that's nope. not it yet. Uh, I don't know. Here it is somewhere, dude. Oh, Tomorrowland. That is like okay. it's like early 2000s internet technology. <laughs> ah, like, there oh, it is. Yeah. There it is. Oh, okay. Right into yeah. the old west and Frontierland. Okay, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh, that Primeval World one is a really that'd be a cool piece of art. I like that. <laughs> I know. I love that poster. So, let's let's take a trip into the past with some defunct and semi-defunct transportation. So, R.I.P. because it's never ever coming back. The Jolly Trolley in Toontown, it's gone in the art. It's, it's gone. It yeah yeah. It, it's a street yeah, there it's now. Gone. Uh, I never saw it, but okay. Did it move oddly? I don't know. Yeah. Oh, it yeah. Did? It moved super wonky. Like Winnie the Pooh a little bit? Uh, but even crazier. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was watching through, um, I think I was like going through archival materials with like the OC archives. And I think that's when I saw like a commercial for Toontown. And uh, yeah, in the commercial, they show like just, they didn't even try to make it look crazy. They're just like, here's the trolley. Like they're just filming it. And it's like, <laughs> like oh, going wow. crazy. <laughs> Yeah, so just, you know, RIP. Pour, pour one out for the Jolly Trolley. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to Cal Poly's Poly Trolley. The greatest they food have truck. a Poly Trolley. It's a food truck. Oh, okay. It's awesome. Though. Yeah. They sold sliders. It's really good. Uh, now, long live the Buena Vista Street red car trolley. It is not defunct. But it is closed. It is closed. So it's weird because... And I thought it was supposed to reopen when Avengers Camp was, was done. I'm so confused. I wonder... Okay, so part of even the current mask thing is any enclosed transportation you have to wear a mask 
And I don't think, you know, Disney doesn't care because they have the monorail running, whatever, but it's probably just more, I don't know, possibly capacity stuff, whatever. Uh, and it's honestly not, staffing. Is it technically open air? No, because that whole it, thing is it closed. closed. Yeah. Um, but it's weird because they put in. So I, when they were digging up the tram route, I thought they were going to put in electric chargers because the trolley is charged wirelessly mm-hmm. uh, at the little stops. Mm-hmm. The the cables up top are fake. Uh, but yeah, that stops. It's again, bad transportation. What did they put in the trams? Or in what did they put there? It was a sensor. Oh, that's it? Like the way uh, red lights have sensors. Oh. I yeah. assume it's just so they know when trams have taken off and stuff without having to radio. Uh, so yeah, the red car trolley stops right by the bathrooms. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it actually goes to where they have the wait times of, uh, gardens of the galaxy. Yeah. yeah. And then I think it stops in the middle of Hollywood Boulevard. I think it, where the photo op was during, like, during COVID. Like, well, yeah. Animation yeah, Academy. Yeah. And then it would stop at tower of terror. I don't know if there's still a stop, like it's a stop in Avengers campus, but I do know they're not planning on removing it because they had the track go into Avengers campus and there's a door that can open up to take the trams, uh, the trolleys out of commission Interesting. at the headquarters. So it's coming back, but I actually really love this thing. Cause they talk about like history and stuff mm-hmm. on there. Like it's such a, remember the little show they did on there? Like the news. Oh thing? yeah. The <laughs> yeah. Thing. But I think what I like about this one, there's something quaint about it of like the old school. Hey, this is like, we're just talking about history and transportation in this theme park where, you know, there are still, I forgot what we, we brought up a little while ago, but stuff where like, you know, you think, I mean, Disney is, you know, corporate money, bottom line, whatever, but the Imagineers still have like some spark in them where they'll bring up some weird callback, Mm -hmm. some weird reference in something brand new. And it's just like, nice to know, like, Okay, they still do care underneath all of it. So I just, I love the red car trolley. I will ride it all the way through when it comes back. Uh, but it is not defunct, but it's it's gone for now. Yeah. But we talked about Skyways earlier. And, you know, there's no way to get this thing to go through the Matterhorn anymore. But I honestly think a Skyway is, is a great form of transportation because it doesn't get in anyone's way. Now, it gets in, like, sight lines or whatever, mm-hmm. but it's up in the air. Now, you got the ugly pylons and whatever, but it, this is... I think it's a possibility it comes back. Not through the Matterhorn. Not through the Matterhorn, no. But no, then no. where... Where would it take you? Where would it go? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Now, they could do... It would it. have to be maybe in DCA. Maybe. Yeah. But then DCA is just... It would be so weird there. I feel like it would... I I think that you can maybe get it to work from the back end of Pixar Pier into, like, the Grand Californian. Ooh. Mm. That would be good. Uh, Just, like... I could see that working. hmm. Yeah, then you could... uh, What do you call it? Like, skip that entrance. Now, we had this... uh, We had had a little scoop, but no one cares about our scoops. Uh, We saw a work order put out. Or, uh, what is oh yeah, that's not right. a, it's not a work order. It's it was a, a bid request. Bid request yeah. for another oh, right. entrance into DCA from the hotel. Mm-hmm. It said new entrance. Ooh, because yeah, remember when they used to have that entrance? There was by Corn Dog Castle, right? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they could just be bringing that back. But oh, that'd be sick. Because I would love that. That'd be amazing. They removed the entrance because they put DVC villas there. 
But oh, that's where the villas are. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm, that's why. Well, gotcha. But it specifically said Grand Californian Hotel, right? It did. It did so because part of it was the the pool. We're redoing. They're putting new canopies on the pool. Yeah, because it's it's not just like oh, a way for uh, Paradise Pier guests to get mm-hmm. in or whatever. It's like a whole. I don't know where they would put this and yeah. w- and why. Maybe just because of traffic, or it could be a hotel guest only. That's possible too. Because yeah, the you know the main entrance like they don't they're not going to close it off to non hotel guests because people go in and spend money. They go to the gift shop. They go to Heart, uh, Hearthstone. They go to you got to go to the restaurants if you have reservations. So that that could be a cool thing but yeah um there was i mean a skyway could just be a good way to park hop you know almost like you can get on where the monorail is like it could be a dual i know it doesn't make sense but like a dual station like or even even where innoventions is because that building's going to come down eventually (laughs) uh and like use it as the former transportation between the parks yeah and i'm thinking okay i think a little weird with space mountain maybe we can go outside of it but like innoventions to hollywoodland because mm. there's that, that whole backlot area, the water tower. That wouldn't really that. mess with Main Street. That wouldn't really mess with Tomorrowland. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Anaheim would probably raise a stink about it and then give up or something because it's yeah. Yeah. see it. But, you know, that, that could be a cool thing. But, yeah, Skyway is a great, in a new version, I guess, the way it is now. Even though, how many times does it crash? Like, <laughs> Too many, I feel like. Yeah, yeah, a couple of times. It is scary when you when you ride the Skyway. Like, I, there's no better way of describing it unless you go on it. Like, everyone that has been on it like knows the feeling. But the way that that thing like comes into landing, you're like, wait, this is about to crash. <laughs> it's like wild. every it's time, wild. every time you're like, no, this is going to crash. <laughs> like that's how fast it comes in. Wow, and it's like self-propelled, right? It's got the the the. The gondola has the motors on it. On a no, the gondola doesn't have the motors. What does? Uh, the wheels up top. Well, yeah, but it's attached to the gondola, right? Because the cable doesn't move. Mm, or, oh, yeah, no, what am I thinking? Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's got like a little thing and it's just like, right? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Kind, of, kind of reminds me of the, the, uh, the, the Ferris wheel in DCA. Yeah. Uh, yeah, when it kind of like rocks back and forth when you're just like coming down. Yeah. That's how the Skyway kind of, yeah. Yeah, kind of feels yeah that's, a, that's the best way to put it. Is yeah. It literally feels like whenever oh, wow. you're swinging in on the swinging gondola. I, I can't wait, especially because it goes over water. Mm-hmm. That sounds awesome. Now, de- definitely RIP, the people mover. Let's... 100%. The people man. mover in its heyday, it just was not really a form of transportation because it just took you back to the people mover station, right? Mm-hmm. However, how cool would it be because I was actually thinking about this yesterday. It's like, you know, we can't just say like, oh, it's gone. How sad. If the people mover either little trains that they had or individual cars could separate, right? Just like your monorail idea. Dude, idea. just like Mickey's Runaway Railway. But like still on this track. Yeah. But imagine if there were splits in the track and you can select on your little car where to go. <laughs> so that you, would be amazing. you uh. could be coming up to a thing and there's like a split in the road and it's like if you don't do anything you will continue It'll this default. round trip yeah but hey uh would you like to break off to the fantasy land theater let's mm-hmm. say you know like just that area or something and you hit a little button and i'm sure there's some 
maybe it could tell you unavailable if there's too many cars there in the station or you can have a little carousel of them just but have them redirect almost like you know you see the little skates in the the amazon warehouse that are like (laughs) like they could do it how cool would it be if it was a people mover that would be like the moved people ultimate form of transportation in disneyland yeah and i i that was the whole that'd be incredible that was the whole vision right like you would just get on a thing and it just takes you somewhere like in the vision of like the real world yeah but yeah that would be really cool they could pull that off for galaxy's edge too yeah, like, yeah, they could. Because it kind of goes along the monorail track, right? They can have it not really mess with the lands it doesn't belong in. But imagine going all the way to Galaxy's Edge from Tomorrowland, because that's a walk. You know, drop you off by Kylo's ship or something. I have done that walk way too many times. Yeah, you just theme these things red like they kind of used to be, and it yeah. won't look weird in Galaxy's Edge. You know, have them all shiny and chrome. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, it would just be a cool way to get around. That's not walking. Because what do they want? People out of the walkways. Mm-hmm. What do they want? Like, it w- how many thousands was it per hour that, like, it just, it was a person eater. The way uh, Pirates, Pirates is. Yeah. Where it's just like, oh, yeah. yeah, just stuff all the people is on this. Small r- World the number one? I don't know. But, yeah, it's it's those boat rides. Because it's like, yeah. oh, yeah, sure, they'll bump into each other way at the end. But uh, let's just load more boats and we can increase the capacity of Pirates. That's why it never really gets an hour. Mm-hmm. You know, if it does, there's something wrong. Yeah. Yeah. The people mover is gone. It's never coming back. The track is like, you know, the track is wrecked from uh, rocket, rocket rods. Rocket rods. It yeah. goes through the I building. I think there's a way that they could do it, but they would just have to redo all of Tomorrowland. We have an episode. Which they just will never just do. knock it down. We have episode 50, I think. We called it new. Is it 50? Yeah. Oh, that's a, that's a good number. New Tomorrowland, where it's just like, leave the Space Mountain building. Just the, the circular thing tear down everything else and we did like two versions like what it should be and kind of like hey if you had to use the buildings or the same kind of concepts what would it be but that whole thing just looks like a weird mosh podge of ideas it's like half business park half like we know no one's using this half pixar yeah Mm -hmm. half pixar and (laughs) of course there is still a block of concrete from the house of the future that they just left there uh Where's that? by buzz that lightyear uh yeah, yeah near pixie hollow yeah or it's, uh, in pixie it's, hollow. it's painted green uh they're just like oh this is just a pain to remove my favorite fact about demolishing the house of the future is they took a wrecking ball and they swung it at the house of the future and it bounced off because it was made of plastic <laughs> <laughs> they realized oh we need to cut this down yeah and uh yeah that's hilarious so now, I don't know what I meant. Okay. What are just the, out of everything we talked about, let's have some final thoughts, some good, some bad, and maybe some other ideas. And we kind of worked the, the monorail into this, the people mover. I think we can all agree the, the Disneyland Railroad, great, great attraction. Yeah. Terrible form of transportation. Right. Autopia, it's, a, it's an attraction. That Definitely go, you're not trying. That goes no. against everything. Everything. Now, we talked a little bit about like boats, right? There were, there's still a remnant of it. Uh, the, what are those things called? The little, the little oh, speed oh, boats? The, the gummy bear boat things. Oh, the, oh, what got turned into, yeah, yeah adventures through Gummy Glen or whatever. Yeah. So in Hawaii, I think on the big island, there's a Hilton called the Hilton Waikoloa Village. Mm-hmm. You can get around this entire resort by boat. That's, That's awesome. That's amazing. 
How cool would it be if you could get her on Disneyland by a boat? There's a lot of water in Disneyland. There is. There's a good amount of water. I think it would be super cool. Like, even even if they were slow moving boats, like mm-hmm. pirate, you know, you, pirates, you go with the current. Um, boats are cool, man. Just in general, being on water is awesome. Yeah. Like, what would oh, yeah. be some good ways to get around the resort? We have a small resort. You know, we could have an improved monorail, a people mover. Dude, I loved, I absolutely loved that the people mover idea. Because then it, it could take you anywhere. And it, it's like, where else would you ever get that kind of experience? What about, yeah. I, don't, I mean, ab- if they're doing this whole, you know, the Tesla thing with the self-driving cars, the 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 Underground Railroad, or the Underground, not the Underground Railroad, <laughs> the Underground uh, Tunnels that they're doing. Oh, the Boring Company? Yeah, the Boring yeah. Company stuff. Boring Company, yeah. 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 Yeah, the problem is, yeah, that would be cool. Mm-hmm. Just have, like, ton- build the tunnels to under Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Uh, to get around, huh? That would be interesting. They could they could build a whole underground pathway. They could do the Lafitte's thing. I know it's not easy to dig where there's already stuff, and but, where there's a lot of people. Yeah, constantly. but I think it would. Hey, that's how you increase capacity without uh <laughs> making the land bigger itself. You go down. They're probably gonna go down eventually, or up. I don't know if they can go up much. The problem with going up at Disneyland is the Matterhorn. That's why we have such a tiny castle. The castle can't be taller than the mountain. Mm. Not that they would ever really change the castle because, you know, sacred, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But the reason it can't ever change is Matterhorn can only be so tall. You can't make the Matterhorn much taller without putting a blinking red light on top. That's why they made Tower of Terror. It's like like one foot shorter. One foot shorter, yeah. yeah. So there's all that kind of stuff. Now, I... I wish they were able to build that other parking structure because that would free up Toy Story, which is the size of DCA. Mm-hmm. Cough, cough, new park. And <laughs> then there would be a walkway, but then we could get better ways to get around than a bus. Now, like, you know, no offense to buses and people who need to take a bus. It's just like, hey, I'm at a theme park. I just need to go on the regular streets after I've already kind of started the theme park experience, especially when they do security at Toy Story. Yeah. It's just like, you know, it's funny how the the goals now are the same as like Walt Disney's goals of no more cars. And yet here we are on another car. Taking a bus in. Taking up roads, which now there's the whole talk of like cities are designed around cars, not people, Mm -hmm. you know, around roads. So... Yeah, I. it would be cool to see them do something. I just, I can't have these pie-in-the-sky dreams anymore. It kind of sucks, but, like, I feel like that's what that's what's happened with the parks. It's like, what can you dream of now that will actually come true? A ride based off of an IP, right? Mm-hmm. Is there is there ever going to be any... I I guess the hope is that, like, or the, the thing that gives me hope, we did get the Skyway in Walt Disney World, which... Which is not IP-based. Is an old thing made yeah. new. They slapped IP on every single <laughs> Skyliner that for is, a while. That's true. Yeah. And now they're starting to rip off a lot of them Are because they? people prefer the ones without the wrap. Mm. You mm. get better views. It's it's kind of like what I tell people. I'm more into Disney parks than Disney movies. Like, Same. I I watch the movies, but the parks are just so fascinating. Even like the the little symbols that are around everywhere, like the weird Easter eggs, mm-hmm. like the whole jade elephant thing. You know, it's just like. Yeah, this is the thing that's 
it's moved around the park. You know, it's just so yeah. Is, I, is that the the only non IP based thing that's opened up in the past like ten years in Disney? Skyway. Parks? Yeah. Uh. What? I, I mean, if you count stuff in Shanghai Disneyland. Yeah. There's a lot of non-IP based stuff in Shanghai Disneyland. So there and that was what well, I guess Skyliner is the newest thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So there's still hope. There is. There's still hope. But the, the problem with Disneyland is they've they've only got so much space. And if they usually have to take something away, and they're not gonna take something away with an IP and replace it with something that's not yeah. an IP. It's never worth it to them. But I feel like that corporate building is next. Oh, the green building? Mm-hmm. They they already dug into mm-hmm. like a big portion of that for oh, Galaxy's for, Edge. And making a mini. And making a mini, yeah. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. Maybe they'll secretly sure. buy up land again. Mm-hmm. There is still the now that parking structure that never was. There's still a dirt lot there. Yeah. There's also Garden Walk, which uh I don't I, think anyone would miss. My Garden theory Walk. is that it, it went bankrupt a few years ago. I think Disney's just waiting for it to really, really be on a fire sale. <laughs> no, they already own it. It's it's owned by STC, isn't it? I heard someone's uh, uh someone from it's still called the STC Garden. Source told me that they own it, which I was like, really? Because I didn't believe that. I was like, if they owned it, they would have done something right now, right? Yeah. Because I know someone who used to work for STC. It's still called the STC Garden Walk. They're just like a developer or whatever, and it's still yeah. like falling apart. There's been the same. It's still Christmas. It's, it's horrible. <laughs> yeah, it's still Christmas. It's Christmas 2020. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I took a picture March 2021, and someone's like, "Oh, they still have Christmas stuff." I'm like, "Hey, man, I think it was J- I think it was JD." I'm not making yeah. fun of him. I'm making fun of this thing. I'm like, "That's." I sent him the picture. I'm like, "The masking, the painter's tape in the window behind it is in the same spot for the store that never reopened or whatever." Oh my god! That's, oh man! Yeah, who knows? Maybe it's part of their Disney Forward nonsense. It's possible. Which, you know, hey, please bother Anaheim on our behalf. Uh, but. Maybe there's maybe there's still hope. Mm-hmm. If the Skyliner exists, there's there's hope. But I think is it has everything about transportation been said. Shout out to one big last shout out to the trams. <laughs> yeah, they are back. Mm-hmm. Shout out trams. All right. So before we get into we have it so good. Uh has anyone watched anything? Disney related, Disney adjacent, or not something really interesting in the past week. I've watched nothing, so do I play the sound? Uh, I saw Love is Blind for like nine no, hours no. straight. <laughs> doesn't, count. doesn't count. Uh, no, 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 other than that, no. Anything for you, Matthew? Uh, I've been watching Euphoria. Euphoria's been good. All right, I will not play the sound, but I will play this sound. It's time for We Have It So Good. So, We Have It So Good is where our members of the Tramp Fam, just like you, can write in with what they miss or appreciate about Disneyland. So we only have one write-in, but it's a good one. Thick write-in. <laughs> Thick write-in. Mm-hmm. From Ozzy. Have, we have it so good for you guys, but I forgot to say congrats on you guys hitting 100. That's amazing. I listen to you guys when I'm at work. Hopefully one day soon, I'll meet you guys in person at Disney. Just say what's up. So before I continue reading, just a reminder to everyone, we will be at DCA uh, on our second anniversary, Tramiversary. St. Tramon's Day. On St. Tramon's Day, March 17th. It is a... St. <laughs> <laughs> Tramon's Day. We started on St. Patrick's Day 2020, which did not exist. So it is now St. Tramon's Day. Yep. Um, Wait, you oh, waited for DCA? 
Yeah. Oh man, I made it for Disneyland. We're not gonna uh, be there all day. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> we will be at DCA. Gotta love the <laughs> the reservation system. system. <laughs> we we will be at DCA because you know we can we can have a drink with whoever wants to. You don't have to have a drink. We're just all hanging out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Get and water. yeah. Uh, D- DCA needs more than one water station. Uh, it has one water station in Avengers Campus. Wow. So you got to go listen to that music. Uh. We will be there. Uh, you 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 can come and hang out. You don't have to just be like hi bye. We'll just if it becomes a group, it becomes a group. It was fun last time. Yeah. yeah. So we went on jumping jellyfish. Yeah. We went on. Uh, that's it, right? Yeah. <laughs> but we'll we'll have our stickers uh, to hand out. Probably yeah. a limited number of pins. Whatever we run out of. Yeah. Uh, yes, Thursdays are not always ideal. However, one, it's the anniversary date. Two, it's less busy than the weekend, and three, no one's blocked out. So, if you ha- what whichever pass you have, you can show up. We'll be there. We'll try to stay late. I assume. Oh yeah. If the hours are late. Oh yeah. And uh, basically, you can come by and you can do slash spend as much time as you are comfortable with. Dude, I couldn't believe last time. Just like the most random people we would never have ever. I mean, people we just never associated with or never talked to on the show. Just oh, randomly yeah, texted us or messaged us on Instagram. Hey, where are you guys? Because we get people who write in a lot. We yep. get people who don't even have an Instagram. And then we'll run into them and they'll be like, like, we've never seen their name. And they'll just be like, oh, hey, Tramon. Like, oh, yeah. Hi. What's up? <laughs> I love that. That's yeah. sick. So, yeah. Anyone who wants to show up, uh, make your reservation now because you never who know. Knows? Who knows? Um, you never know. Yeah, we will be there. We have the reservations Thursday, March 17th, St. Tram's Day. But let's get back. The Aussies riding. Being able to go to Disney after work on Friday and just taking time to try some of the new foods and drink they have this month. But I went to Disney this past Friday and I tried the Dole Whip Swirl with the cherry and watermelon and it was amazing. I want them to make this regular thing at Tropical Hideaway. But also, also I finally rode wet Web Slingers. And it was a cool ride. Definitely get a workout on your biceps by <laughs> flinging your arms back and forth. Definitely wouldn't wait over 15 minutes for that ride, but it was a cool experience. Yeah, that's that's exactly how I feel about it. It is fun. It is too short. Uh, it needs should at least have one more screen. One more screen. One more screen. At that's least. it. It's like it's a it's a great Astro Blasters wait time ride. Mm-hmm. Should have been something else. Blah blah blah. But yeah, not not worth really waiting for. But it is fun. And like if I could walk onto that ride, I'd probably go on it every time. Just like yeah, fun yeah. experience. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't even. I don't know how much more they could have really put there unless, well, they should have just committed, torn down a bug's land, actually not, you know, left the bathrooms and theater in the same place, but it is what it is. It's a cool ride. Um, but my favorite comment about it is people don't want to be Spider-Man because of shooting webs. They want to be Spider-Man because of swinging around on webs and you're just in a moving car, but glad you had fun, Ozzy. Uh, glad you went on it. And yeah, I was, I wasn't able to try that Dole Whip. Oh, you didn't? No, the line was really long, so oh, Kimmy and right, I got right. bows. Yeah. And then I remembered I've had a watermelon soft serve because, like, Tutti Frutti has it. Do they really? Yeah, not Dole. You're right, right. But it's like they have it. Yeah. So it's not, like, going to be this mind-blowing, you can never get this anywhere else. Go to Hawaii. I'm sure you can find it. I've been, <laughs> I've been really, like, trying to think of things like it's not the end of the world if you don't try this thing because it will probably exist again. And if not... Again, it's not the end. If if it was the end all be all of something, it wouldn't be limited time. Yeah. Except for vol- uh, 
the volcano menu and lava sauce at Taco Bell. It is all that, and it's never around. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh. So let's let's start with Rain because I know Matthew's got a lot to say. So we'll give him we'll give him as much time as he needs. Have you been Thank at Disneyland you. recently? No. No. <laughs> no. Uh, I will be there, like I said, for uh, the return of the trams on Wednesday. Dude, you know the trams are going to be filled with vloggers and influencers being like, the first oh, yeah. ride on the tram. And what I think is funny, <laughs> what I think is funny is we will be the first video that day about the trams without <laughs> having gone on it. Yep. 6 a.m. Pacific. That's true. But, uh, yes. but again, that doesn't matter because no one watches YouTube. It's like 100 people. But that's not why we're here. That's not why we're here. So, Matthew, you, how recently were you in Florida? Let's see. I left Florida um, February 7th. That's pretty so two recent. weeks ago. That's pretty recent. That, yeah. It's pretty recent. Even it's if it didn't count, it would count. So Still fresh on my mind, look, fresh on my tongue. So we'll, we'll get to the food. So hold, hold your tongue on the food. <laughs> I will. But tell us everything that was awesome about Florida. Oh man, let's see. Uh, Florida was really fun. Uh, we got to, I got to do, uh, like I said, all the Disney resorts and, um, or a lot of the Disney resorts, which I never really got to explore around. Did my first Hollywood studios full day. And that was fun. Um, I'm trying to think of more first, a lot of first when it came to food, uh, did fifties prime time Hollywood studios. Oh, nice. that was really fun. Yeah um did the indiana jones tentacular for the first time and uh i think that was the worst i think that's the worst disney attraction that currently exists <laughs> uh i think they that took out a big portion a, of it i think in when they brought it back right it's an abomination oh. um it is actually the worst thing ever like i am trying to be so nice right now uh it is horrible oh <sighs> what else aside from that um had a great time at upcott um oh got to see harmonious for my first time how was that oh it was amazing oh huh. so it is amazing it's just an abomination when they leave it there during the day i don't even i don't even care about that no? because how often are you like like looking back like backwards when you're a world showcase when you're a world showcase you're looking, you're always looking you know. at you know you're either looking down at what country is next or you're looking at the country, you're never like, let me look at the body of water behind me. Okay. So like, to me, like, I don't really care. Uh, I think it's dumb. And I think they should have figured out a way to, so you know, shuttle it in and out. Because, they did have you know, a way. Masha was able to do that. They did have a way. And it was cut due to budgets. Oh, yeah. Like, they it easily was, could have done it. No, they were going to be on, like, motorized barges. And they were just going to move them. And they were going to build a dock for it. And they didn't want to do any of it. So the old show had all of that. Yeah. You know, the old show shuttles stuff in and out. So mm. I think that's lame, but it's not a, okay. it doesn't kill the show. But You're... no, I think the show is amazing because to me, like, it's like the perfect cap to the end of your day. Yeah. Especially at World Showcase. Nice. Okay. Did you do uh, the Ratatouille raid? Remy's yes. Raid? I finally got oh. to do Ratatouille. It nice. was my first time doing Ratatouille. And I actually, it's so funny. Ratatouille and Runaway Railway are like very similar rides, mm -hmm. except Ratatouille for years. I've been like, this ride looks like, <laughs> it looks so lame. Like what? Like, why did they build this? This looks so dumb. Mm -hmm. And then when Runaway Railway came out, I was like, wow, this looks incredible. This looks absolutely amazing. I'm yeah. so excited for this. And when I heard it was coming to Disneyland, I was like, this is incredible. 
And then I rolled both. And my opinions completely flipped for both. I hated Runaway Railway. I'm so mad it's coming to Disneyland. I hate, hate, hate that ride. I think I'm the only person that like hates that ride. Everyone else I talked to is like, I loved it. I've never me, been on it and it doesn't make any sense to me. I like it. To me, to me, the thing about that, the, the reason why, in my opinion, that ride doesn't work is for two reasons. One, the whole gimmick is projections, but it's like the whole time you feel like you're in a blank, big, giant, empty garage room. It's, a, it's just a it rectangular room, like, right? It doesn't feel immersive at all. You can see the, the ceiling tiles. You can see where the projections end uh, without even trying to look up. Like you just, you just see it. And then in the two and a half D thing didn't come through. It just felt like just a giant projection in front of me. Uh, and then the other thing is that to me, the story didn't engage me in any way because I feel like the Mickey Mouse, the new Mickey Mouse cartoons, they're so ugly. <laughs> like <laughs> they are so ugly. But the thing is they have great stories. Like each one has a great story and each one is so funny. Mm -hmm. Runaway Railway has a horrible story and isn't funny at all. Yeah, what I've been telling people is like, I've watched some of those shorts. They're hilarious, but hilarious. but they are fun shorts. Like that's, fun shorts. that's the point. Like it's four Should minutes not of, have of been great. Yeah. The why, whole ride. Why is Goofy so ugly? Yeah, they make him like. <laughs> Thank a, you. No, it literally makes your girlfriend so upset. My girlfriend yeah. is like, why does he look like a crackhead? And, I'm yeah. so sorry. And he's like. In all the, especially like the Christmas stuff, but any anytime Max is involved, he's like the most endearing character. Yeah, he wants to. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. He's like the best dad, you know, trying his hardest, whatever. And then they do, yeah, just <laughs> they make him look smelly, like the one where he wanted to, the one in the diner where they try to teach him how to talk to women. Mm. They they zoom it. They do the SpongeBob zoom in, where they make him even uglier when it zooms in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the experience of Runaway Railway is just like, oh, I'm on like a little train ride. This is cute. And then it's just Mickey and Minnie screaming at you <laughs> for no reason. Because every scene, they're like, I'll save you. And why? it's like, why? 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 Wasn't it just I'm the in railway? no danger. <laughs> like literally every single scene, it's just them screaming and screaming and screaming. And every single time you're like, why? I'm just in the desert. And why I'm just in the ocean. Like, it's more or less the same speed as Rise of the Resistance, right? They're the same little vehicles that just kind of skirt, skirt around. Like, yeah, but the difference is Rise has an actual no, no. story. So what I'm saying is, what but, I'm saying yeah. is, Runaway Railway, and you're on trackless vehicles moving around like Luigi's family is singing to you. Like, <laughs> you know, it's except Luigi's family like actually yeah. like zips you around and stuff. But it's just it the, the, there's like a a disconnect for me. Where I'm like, if it they should have just, I know it would have been another mine train ride, but an indoor mine train ride with those projections that follow you probably would have been cool. For the name. I agree. Yeah, yeah, for the name. Yeah, but, oh, well. But how, so Ratatouille. Was, Whereas Ratatouille was incredible. I loved it so much. It, I, I love the Ratatouille movie, and it was so fun because even though it's not a copy of the Ratatouille movie, it's, it's the perfect Ratatouille movie ride. It gives you everything that you would want out of the movie into the ride. It, once you're on it, it actually really does feel super immersive. You really do feel like you were shrunk down to the size of a rat, which is really fun. Um, all the effects are super cute and fun and effective. And it actually is like, it. it's really fun because it mixes like 
really slow like romantic just sweet moments and then genuinely has like thrilling moments like when the hand reaches out at you like multiple people like screamed out loud like, oh, well, in, in our cool. cards because like it really does get you uh because it's just so huge it's so big you know and um the music is fantastic because you know it's the ratatouille score and uh yeah the the thing though about that ride that not enough people talk about it has the hands down i thought nothing could ever top the soren over california orange scent but it has been topped by the ratatouille ride wow so in the Ratatouille ride, there's the sequence where, uh, if you've seen the the POVs, where you drop into the kitchen and all the rats are cooking, and it's like near the end of the ride. So right when you come into that scene, they blast fresh, fresh French baguette scent Ooh. into the room. Ooh. And it does not smell fake at all. It smells literally like someone took a French baguette and put it right, right out of the oven and right up to your nose. Maybe that's why the Boudin Bakery tour is closed. They moved it to backstage. <laughs> and literally all of us were like, oh my God. That's awesome. <laughs> like that's like cool. taking the deepest whiff like through the mask. Like we like peeked it out a little bit. We're like, oh my gosh. It's yeah, it's I'm, I'm excited to go on. I'm real excited. Wow. Yeah, Epcot has been like on like a good streak of new yeah. rides, I feel like. I feel like Frozen, as someone who hates the Frozen movie, I think that the Frozen ride is adorable. Mm -hmm. And I think that they did the absolute best job that they could have with retheming that ride. Mm -hmm. And Ratatouille is just a perfect fit into the French pavilion. I'm hoping the Guardians of the Galaxy is gonna be gonna be good. I'm hoping. Yeah, that one I've been like really excited about. And like now the more and more I hear about it, the more I'm like, is this gonna work? Yeah, like it feels too ambitious. Yeah. So I'm excited to see how that one turns out. Yeah. Epcot, okay, I know it's done very well and it is amazing, but like I'm not this isn't about the quality, but it's starting to sound like DCA. No, it's, no, 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 no. This is the park where I know there's the world showcase, but then you have the Guardians thing where it's just like we're putting a the stuff is well done. That's the difference. It's not yeah. cheap, but it's just I see, like... I see where you're coming we're from. We're putting things here because where else are they going to go? Yeah. But if you went to Epcot, you would realize, oh, DCA tried to try to copy Epcot. Well, yeah. Yeah, it gets, it gets a little bit of, of Epcot, a lot of Hollywood Studios. Yeah. And then a little tiny bit of Animal Kingdom. Mm. Little tiny bit. Yeah, but I, I've always been the most intrigued by Epcot. And I know Animal Kingdom is awesome. Yeah. Uh, I know Magic Kingdom is just worse Disneyland. Just big, um, horrible. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the most miserable theme park experience. Yeah, and then, like... I'm but, good with but, skipping it every time I go now. Yeah, but I, I'd probably... Yeah, same. I'd probably do... I mean, I'd probably just visit Magic Kingdom because I've never been there. Yeah. You know, and I'm sure... And do the people mover because I've never been on a yeah, people mover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, it's not like... Oh, I can't wait to go to Magic Kingdom. It's like, oh, I want to see it. Mm -hmm. you know? but yeah, someday. Someday. Yeah, someday. Epcot is cool because once you do a day at Epcot, you'll leave being so grateful that it, it exists because there's just nothing else like it. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah, the, the world there's nothing else like it. I know there's like all the other pavilions and stuff, but the, the world showcase idea just seems awesome. It is. And the world showcase idea is like one of the coolest ideas yeah. anyone has ever come up with. Yeah. And then there's Future World. And Future World is there and Future World is it is what it is. It's half of it is like here's some updated stuff that doesn't really quite work and then here's the 
disappear stuff of the old stuff that somehow stayed around longer than the good stuff. <laughs> yeah. um, but it's still cool. It's still really, really cool. Uh, speaking of, everyone should watch. Uh, was it was it called Remain Seated, please? It is. Uh, your, I don't know if it was your first documentary, but it's your. My first like publicly big yeah. posted documentary. So re- yeah, for sure. Remain seated, please. What's what's the subtitle? <laughs> a Hoot and Chief story. It's I think about that often. It's, it was awesome. Espe- oh, thank you. Especially yeah. so the last episode was Living in the Land, uh, which was just wordplay. It's if you could live in Disneyland, where would it be? And of course it released on the story Living Day, which is hilarious. Which is just randomly but too. That yeah. whole time thinking of like living inside rides and like remain seated, please. Like yeah. people, you Blue got, Chief you, did it. if you guys haven't seen that, uh, and you like the parks, it's, I don't even want to say anything about it. It's just mind blowing. I wish I could have gone on horizons. Yeah. I wish. So go check that out. So any, any last, any last highlights, Matthew? Or- uh, for the world Disney world trip. Well, I feel like any more highlights that I have will be food related. So right, I'll okay. save, I'll save that for the food, food discussion. So right. What time is it? It's pizza time. <laughs> One last bite. <laughs> so, as always, but we're going to start with Matthew this week. What Please. is the best food, sweet, and drink you had this week? Okay. So, I asked for permission. Or recently, yes. And I would love to talk about uh, best food, best treat, and best drink that I had on my recent Walt Disney World now, trip. Rain often gives honorable mentions, shout outs, and yes, other things. So yes, you I can, do. you know, it doesn't have to be one of each. <laughs> there, okay. There are no like, rules. Yeah, more like guidelines. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I'll go through the quick stuff first. Uh, honorable mention has got to go out to Regal Eagle in Epcot, which if you know how in Islands of Adventure there's mythos and it has the sign that's like best theme park mm-hmm. restaurant. Mm-hmm. I, I want the next time I go to Epcot, <laughs> there to be Regal Eagle and there'd be a banner saying best quick service restaurant, Matthew Serrano. <laughs> Regal Eagle, where is this? Regal Eagle is in the America. It's the newest restaurant that, uh, aside, there's Space 220 is the newest restaurant in Epcot. Mm-hmm. And then the second newest restaurant is Regal Eagle Smokehouse in the America Pavilion. Interesting. Okay. So right. Regal Eagle, I didn't realize this, but when we first walked past it earlier in the day, uh i saw that there was a giant smoker a huge smoker out front and i just assumed that it was there for decoration no that gets used because all of all of the food at regal eagle is all smoked throughout the entire day freshly there at epcot and then all brought back into the kitchen and then chopped up and delivered to you and it's so cheap like such cheap quick service that you're thinking Oh, this is going to be mediocre barbecue. No, it's fucking amazing. And it's quick service. It's incredible. And you get to pick your sides too. So what I would recommend is if you and a bunch of friends are at Epcot and you're going to Regal Eagle, which great, great option for food. Uh, Bubble order is a total breeze. And then uh, everyone should just pick a different side so that everyone can try like one of each little side. Sneaky. But... (laughs) Dude, barbecue is banging in Walt Disney World. And we'll get back to this in a sec because I discovered one of my top 10 favorite restaurants of all time on this recent trip to Walt Disney World. And it was not Regal Eagle, but that is my honorable mention. All right. 
keep, keep on keep on going. You, oh, sorry, I thought you were gonna no. say something. No, yeah, no. We well, there was one episode. I don't remember what we we were gonna replace something. We were talking about food, and it was just like since they took away the barbecue and yeah, we wanted to put Big barbecue Thunder. into Disneyland, like just somewhere. There was some restaurant where we were like this is terrible. Just make it barbecue. Uh, Can I tell you something? Yeah. Me and my friend came up with an idea. And we actually just like, uh, my friend apparently pitched it to an Imagineer. So I was like, thanks. You gave an Imagineer idea, but whatever. Uh, so I guess it's out there now. So I'll just say what it is. But we had one day we were walking around Disneyland. We were bored and we walked past like, there's a huge like mountain that like used to, it's like the remnants of like mine train through nature's wonderland. And it's to the left of big thunder mountain yeah. mm-hmm. to the right of Tom Sawyer's Island and the rivers of America. That whole section is huge, and you could put a giant restaurant in that space. And so we came up with an idea. We were like, what if you created a Space 220 level immersive restaurant in that space? And so the idea that we have is that you would walk into a mining facility, and you step into these mining elevators, and the mining elevators would take you down, 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 down into a giant rainbow cavern. And so the restaurant is the is the Rainbow Cavern, like barbecue, smokehouse, review, cave, whatever you want to call it. But you're literally eating barbecue inside of the Rainbow Cavern. And it's kind of like, you know, the T-Rex Cafe in Disney Springs. Yeah, you yeah. know how there's the giant like Ice Age section that mm-hmm. is like this huge domed cave thing. It would be like that. that. And the lighting, That's it would cool. be similar to that. And the lighting would change. The 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 choir would come in and uh <laughs> right, right yeah i would have like authentic big on the smoker pit barbecue uh south food yeah that's my my go-to when people you know every, every, everything's hyperbolic when people are like america has no culture or food i'm like well it's barbecue <laughs> you know america has a lot of yeah. culture uh, yeah i think that's so funny when people say that i'm like america has a lot yeah. of culture and- what and they're like, well, it's a bunch of cultures. Like, yeah, that's the thing. They've all come together and made these beautiful foods, like, <laughs> you know? So yeah, barbecue is, yeah, I would, I would call it the Rainbow Caverns Cookout. Just saying. But uh, this, yeah. this podcast is about American culture. Disneyland is Americana. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, there's a reason why there's a Disneyland in Europe and in Tokyo because it's Americana. Yep. Yeah. So. It's, and it's, it's that people confuse the lack of, or the, the short history with a lack of culture. It's like, exactly. There's still, there's a lot here. And now is it as, uh, you know, beautiful, like, you know, the Sistine chapel and stuff. Mm-hmm. No, but we got our own stuff. Yeah. But anyways, more food, more food. Love this. Okay. So that was an honorable mention. And then real quick, I want to talk about sweets. Uh, I'm going to quantify this as a sweet because even though I didn't have many good sweet things on this Walt Disney World trip, which is weird. I feel like the last Walt Disney World trip that I had, I didn't have good food and I had good sweets. And then this was the other way around. I had mm. amazing food and then bad sweets. But I went to the Edison for the first time. And the Edison almost was the best food that I had. Uh, the Edison at Disney Springs, uh, which is an amazing theme restaurant. Um, but they had an appetizer there that me and my girlfriend almost didn't get. And then the waiter recommended and said it's their most popular item. And so we're like, okay, we'll get it. And literally what this was, was Writing they, <laughs> yeah, no, you need to write this okay. down. <laughs> you need to write this down. Like, I'm telling you, like, you need to get this. You need to go, first of all, go to the Edison because it's amazing. But secondly, 
get the bacon on the appetizer menu because what they do is they come and they bring it to you on a clothes wire with pins with like clothing pins mm-hmm. clipped onto each strip of bacon they give you four strips of bacon at the bottom they give you like pickles i think and then like a, like a jam that you can dip into like a like a mango jam or something like that mm. but the bacon is oh my god it is like it's like they took the bacon and they put every kind of seasoning on it. It's savory. It's sweet. It's like they smoked it and then caramelized it. Interesting. It like Think about like every great piece of bacon you ever had. Crispy bacon, soft bacon, fatty bacon, juicy bacon, caramelized bacon, smoky bacon, salt and pepper bacon, brown sugar bacon. Take all of those candy bacon, take all those bacon flavors, put it into one strip. That's the bacon at the Edison. It was mind blowing. Wow. All right. Like I am not one to like, oh bacon, you gotta get it. Yeah. Like, no, but genuinely, like me and my girlfriend were like, this is the best bacon we've ever had. This is mind blowing. And it's 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 an experience. Like them bringing it out to you on the clothespins. That's and I would cool. count it as sweet. It it's 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 savory, but it leaned a little bit more on the on the sweet side. Plus, you got that jam. Mm-hmm. So I got to go with that for my sweet. I'm done. And I'm also going to give one more honorable mention, the Edison burger. One of the best burger patties I've ever had. Nice. Um, mm. One of the, it was like a multi-meat blend and it had brisket in it. Ooh. And I've never had brisket blended into a beef patty. Blended but, into, wow. But brisket is so juicy and flavorful. And this beef pat, and this patty was so juicy and flavorful. It was like, oh my God, the brisket made the difference. Holy cow! I don't think I can ever have a burger again without brisket blended in. This is amazing. So, would recommend. <sighs> I know we were trashing on Magic Kingdom. Oh. <laughs> but for my drink, uh, gotta give a quick shout out to my friend Jalen uh, at Tomorrow's Child on Instagram. He took me around Magic Kingdom for a little bit, and then he had to leave. And when, right when he left, I called him, and I was like, "Wait, what was that?" drink that you said that i should get because i was telling him i was like i was like i kind of want something sweet and he told me he was like well whenever i kind of magic kingdom the one thing that i get is i get the mint julep slushy from casey's corner oh that's a thing oh wow that sounds great so so he said he was like someone someone told me that they went to disneyland and they were like Disneyland's mint julep, like no one can top that. And like the 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 mint julep slushy is an abomination and blah 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 blah. But he is like, but I think it's good. So he's like, I'm curious to see what you would think. Cause I was like, yeah, because I love the mint julep. Mm-hmm. Basically, imagine like take your mint julep from Disneyland, pour like an entire can of sugar into it, and then run it through a slushy machine. <laughs> All right. It was right. incredible. I destroyed the entire thing. Do you remember it was where also it was? The hottest Cases Corner. Oh, Main Cases Street. Corner. Okay. You can mobile order it. Nice. Uh, and oh, God, it was incredible. It was so good. Um, I guess one other honorable mention that I'll give is uh, my girlfriend told me at also in Magic Kingdom at Sleepy Hollow Tavern, I think is what it's called. It's like a little quick service thing. They have like a Nutella waffle sandwich that she said was one of the best things she's ever had at 18 Park. 
And on this trip, she couldn't get it. It was like off the menu for some reason, but now it's back on. We just checked. So we're actually, fun fact, we're going back to what to see room in like a month. No, uh, no. But that's a whole other long story that I could I could tell at the end of the segment if we have the time, if you guys want me to. Um, but that would be another honorable mention. I just feel like I got to mention all these honorable mentions because I see you writing this stuff. Oh, now. yeah, yeah. I'm taking so I got to do a service to you hey, and the people. There, there are no rules here. Yeah, we make the rules and we don't really write them down. So <laughs> this, these are the most notes I've ever taken on a show, yeah. which is a good thing. You know, that's amazing. Yeah. Okay. And then real quick. Actually, no, this is not going to be quick. This is going to take a second because I got to get into talking about what is now in my top 10 favorite restaurants of all time. Uh, so the resort hopping day that I was telling you guys about at the beginning of the podcast, when I knew, when I first knew that like, okay, all my friends and my girlfriend are going to be all working this on this night of our trip, I'm going to have to do something. And I was like reaching out to people in Orlando. I was like, if anyone's in Orlando, you know, let's go, you know, get drinks at Trader Sam's, go resort hop. And like, no one was available. So I was like, I guess I'll just get like reservations for one at some restaurant at one of the hotels and just try you know, some, some restaurant, like whatever, like, I don't care. And so I just checked and like, nothing was available. The only thing that was available was they had a reservation for Whispering Canyon at the Great Wilderness Lodge. Whispering Canyon. Is that the one where you With get the like skillets. the skillets? Yes. I've been there. Huh? Okay. Is it not the most amazing thing ever? It was awesome. It was, it was, I went for breakfast though. So <laughs> funny story. So I, uh, a friend was able to meet up with me and he told me that he had only been there once and it was for breakfast. So mm-hmm. he decided to try for dinner. So we had it for dinner. We thought it was amazing. And then two days later, I was like, you know what? I've got another morning where I'm waiting for my friends. Let's go back. back and let's go for breakfast. <laughs> and so we did try it for breakfast. Yeah, that's cool. I really like, I, I loved it. The waiters were awesome. It, it was really cool. So to very quickly explain what it is that someone who doesn't know. So Whispering Canyon is Imagine you're, first of all, the Great Wilderness Lodge is literally the Grand Californian, just with way more yeehaw. Mm-hmm. Uh, and imagine like on the left side of the lobby, if there was just like, it looks like a comp, like an open air conference yeah. room. Yeah, it does. It's like not themed at all. It's just a bunch <laughs> of tables. And you walk up and you're not going to, you're not expecting an experience, but you're about to get one because you walk up and all of the waiters there, the gimmick of the restaurant is that the waiters just mess with you. Yeah. So if you ask for more water, so, so they give water like in little mason jars. If you go, hey, can I get a refill on, on more water? They will come back a minute later with the largest mason jar full of water <laughs> you've ever seen and set it on the table. Listen, listen. And just say nothing. I would down that thing and they'd have to bring me another one. <laughs> they know. Never- oh, that's the gimmick of the restaurant, baby. We'll get into that in a sec. <laughs> Uh, if you ask for straws, they will walk past the table and they'll drop like 20 straws. Uh, my friend leaned over and he told me, he's like, don't ask for ketchup. I was like, don't ask for ketchup. I was like, I'm not going to get ketchup, but why? Why not ask for ketchup? And he told me, he was like, one time I saw someone ask for more ketchup and every single waiter and waitress at the restaurant came in a conga line and dropped off a bottle of Heinz ketchup <laughs> at the table until there were like 22 <laughs> bottles. So this is like Jungle ketchup. Cruise, the restaurant. <laughs> yeah but yeah. actually funny yeah sorry to sorry to turn this gear ever um yeah it's just like super fun because the thing is you have no idea what to expect and they're so sassy with you but like not in like an awkward way like in an actually funny way 
it's like very like southern it's like the opposite of southern hospitality yeah, yeah it's yeah, like it's southern hostility I'm trying to find a picture uh, but like the a, best part like a bless your heart but like the best like the... part about the restaurant is the skillets yeah so if you go for dinner a skillet will run you 36 dollars if you go for breakfast i did go for for dinner actually i thought i went for breakfast but if you go for breakfast yeah the skillet is only 24 dollars and ah. they have a skillet they have three skillets for breakfast two that are breakfasty and then one that is actually similar to the dinner one mm. and so the dinner one is like your typical barbecue it's you know you got your mashed potatoes you got your green beans you got your corn you've got brisket mm-hmm. some rib, ribs chicken uh chicken um some roasted carrots are in there. belly roasted carrots depending if, if you depending on when you go what what skillet you get um and pulled pork mm-hmm. and all of it is absolutely f-ing delicious yeah so good like actually so good and the best part about the restaurant is that you can do one of three things so you order a skillet because if you don't order a skillet like you're doing that restaurant completely wrong you order a skillet and then you have three options you can either one eat the skillet and then that's it you can either two eat part of the skillet and then go hey can i take the rest of the skillet home or there's a third option which i like to call the no turning back option and that is you can eat however much you want of the skillet and then go hey i want more of this 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 and this and this and they have to bring it out to you they have to bring out whatever you ask of seconds and they bring you more than what they brought the first time yeah yeah and from that point on, you can just keep, if, if you were like, I love the pulled pork, just bring me another, sk- like three skillets of pulled pork. <laughs> they'll go, did you finish the second skillet of pulled pork? And you'll go, yes. And then they'll go, okay, another skillet of pulled pork coming up. Like they will do that for you. Wow. I remember the cornbread being I'm, pretty good too. I'm afraid of The this. cornbread was also delicious. Yeah. I'm afraid of this. Mm-hmm. But it sounds great. It was awesome. Here's what I recommend. If you ever were like, I need to do Magic Kingdom. Like, I just got to do it. What I would recommend doing is I would recommend start your day off at Whispering Canyon, go for breakfast, get the meat lover's skillet, and you'll basically get, like, the full, like, experience. Like, you'll still get cornbread, and you'll still be able to get most of the meats, which are so fire. And then just take the ferry over to Magic Kingdom. It drops you off right at the front. Yeah. Right at the front. And there's, like, no line. Because at that point, everyone's already in the park. But yeah, getting a reservation at Whispering Canyon is like not hard at all. I was able to go right back like two days later. We just like walked up and we're like, hey, we want to come for breakfast. And they're like, no one's here. Come on in. Yeah. And it's delicious. So good. Sounds awesome. Mm-hmm. I love the hotel too. I brought you back the little. Yeah, it's yeah. on my uh, dinner table. Yeah. All right. So yeah, sorry for that long food rant. No, no, no. that's fine. That's You're fine. good. I hope that I provided good recommendations. No, yeah, that was, was all awesome. Mm-hmm. So, Rain, it's actually your turn now. Is it my turn? Oh, yeah. wow. Uh, speaking of wow, <laughs> I went to this place called Be Well. Be, okay. Be Well. It's in Fullerton and uh, the best Korean barbecue I've ever had. Because we were discussing Ooh. Korean barbecue on date nights just a couple How episodes ago. How is one ago. Korean barbecue that much better than the other? You got the quality of the meat, one. Okay. The taste of the meat. Okay. And then the quality of the sides. The sides. The sides of the kimchi. Yeah, because you know. I've had some bad sides. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it was the best Korean barbecue I've ever had. 
just a little sad I didn't get that little free scoop of ice cream at the end. <laughs> but uh, other than that, what else do I have? Uh, is it called B1? Is it one or is it B-Wow? Is B1. It a- B-W-O-N in Fullerton. Ah, that's what it was. Uh, okay, yes, that place. B1. Yeah. There's like 3,000 reviews or something. You're welcome, listeners. Oh, yeah. Wow. 3,344 listeners or or reviews. Reviews. Yeah. Jeez. B1. B1. Uh, And let's see. What what else did I have? Uh, The sweet. I I think I've already said this, but I'm going to give a shout out to my banana bread again. Your own banana bread. My own banana bread because I made it again. And it was just as good the second time. Yeah, my dad. I love that. My dad likes banana bread with raisins, but raisins. But the correct way is with chocolate chips, Thank like you. you make it. Thank which, you. Thank you. Okay, uh, I am never, ever, ever the person to do this. Rain, why haven't you brought me banana bread? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Sorry, sorry. I did bring you one. You brought. Okay, he brought me this monkey bread. Greatest, oh, I, oh, wait. I didn't bring you the banana bread? No, you brought monkey bread. Ah, I thought I brought you banana Greatest bread. monkey bread I've had in my entire life. Thank you. So Thank you. there is that. Thank you. And your best drink. The best drink I am going to give, give it to a classic. Simply Orange. <laughs> I've been, I think my taste buds are currently changing, dude. Because growing up, my mom always drank orange juice. And I'm always like, I prefer apple. I prefer anything else other than orange juice. But I've been buying it a lot for home, even though it's like drinking soda, essentially, you know, but it is so good. So ridiculously good. So I'm gonna give it to Simply Orange. Pulp or no pulp? For some reason on Instacart, they don't let you buy pulp. So my thing is with, look, Simply Orange is good, but it's still packaged orange juice. Mm -hmm. Packaged orange juice, no pulp. Fresh squeezed for real orange juice. Give me that pulp. Yeah, that's good. Give me the pulp. Yeah, Yeah, I can agree with that. I have the KitchenAid little uh, attachment. That allows you to be like Dude, a juicer. Have you made your own orange juice? No, I haven't. It's life changing. I, I need to. I need to. It's life. This. You got to get some good oranges though. Yeah. Some nice navels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, going down. All right. All right. So I did not eat wonderfully this week, like with good, like awesome stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but with food, actually, this was great. But this is the honorable mention, and we'll understand why in a moment. Honorable mention to the tacos at Kevin and America's uh, wedding shower. Oh, like a taco I, man was there? No, I think I think America's mom made the food. Oh, cool. I'm not sure, cool. but I think she did. Mm-hmm. But uh, really good. Just tastes like, okay, you know, sometimes you want like the beef flavor, right? Mm-hmm. But sometimes you want that seasoning that you just never taste. Yeah. It was the seasoning. Ah. And it was great. But uh, it was, um, well, it's... Tomorrow, technically, but before the episode airs, whatever, you know. Uh, happy birthday to Haley, my niece, RJ's daughter. Uh, it was her birthday, so we went over. Uh, there was a little party in the yard, and uh, she turned nine. So there, we got there, and there was some food. And RJ said, yeah, so we asked Haley what she wanted, and she said pasta and pasta. So there was like a beefaroni type of deal mm-hmm. it, with bow ties and some Alfredo. Dude, I never eat pasta. I ate like two platefuls of pasta. Wow. And there's just something about pasta that's just mm-hmm. top tier. And then the cupcakes. So it was like a mermaid theme party. Ariel was there. Ariel was there. Ariel was the there. Ariel? The Ariel. Wow. And uh, there was, I guess these cupcake cakes are a thing. What's a cup? They make a shape out of cupcakes, oh, but they okay. frost it all at once. Delicious because they use buttercream. Mm. Nice, moist cake. Nice. And uh, I did not have any any type of good drink this week. So I need to give a shout out. Oh, what a shame. 
any I need to give a shout out to the humble Dr. Pepper. Mm-hmm. Ice cold. That's that's all. It was just is do, is Dr. Pepper really just root beer and Coke mixed together? No. I've heard this. It tastes nothing like root beer. I want to pitch a slogan to Dr. Pepper. Dr. Uh-huh. Pepper, at least it's not Pepsi. I love Pepsi. <laughs> Slander. <laughs> I I love Dr. Pepper because it's real crisp. Yeah. It's got some ridiculous, tw- is it 23 flavors or something? 23 flavors. It's just spices and stuff. It's great. It's good stuff. Diet Dr. Pepper. I will say, if they did sell Crystal Pepsi still, I, that might be my go-to. They had it a couple years ago. Did you pick them up when they had it? I did. It, I did. It was good. It is good. Uh, it's it's feels it's lighter. Different. It's not as yeah, heavy. It's not different. I will. It. Yeah. I I will say like, Pepsi is sweeter than Coke, and so you can't. I, I can't. Okay. I love Pepsi in a can and a bottle, whatever. But like, let's say like In and Out or whatever. Mm-hmm. I can't drink like a big fountain Pepsi. Because mm-hmm. uh, Pepsi has smaller bubbles, which I prefer. But Coke is just like it's more air. It's yeah. Like, oh yeah, Coke and a burger, you know. But yeah, real basic basic-ish week for me but hey you know what sometimes get to reset it is it and is. look forward like I'm, i might have some good stuff this weekend mm-hmm. so ne- next time uh yeah i haven't been in the parks or anything so cool real basic food so because our episodes aren't long enough we got two topic related questions one's a quick one well yeah whatever what would you like to eat on disneyland transportation if you were allowed to it's you kind of can on the railroad. I don't know what that's like now. Mm-hmm. But I have, whether you're not allowed or you are, what's the good stuff? I'll start off with, when I was on the railroad once and I had, I got a big old Fanta from Refreshment Corner. Mm-hmm. Orange Fanta. I was just in the mood. And uh, jalapeno cheddar pretzel. How was that? Sounds great. It was great. Because yeah. you, you yeah, just do the great. Grand Circle tour. Uh, our friend, Sounds like a good blend too. Yeah, because real sweet, a little spicy, mm-hmm. salty, and... I, that time I went with, um, a couple friends and one of them was Kayla, our friend mm-hmm. Kayla. She had never been on the Disneyland railroad. She, and I, she's like, Oh, I've never been on this. And I'm just like keeping my mouth shut. She didn't know about the primeval world. She literally <laughs> like amazing. almost stood up like rubbernecking, like, Oh my God. Like, what is That's this funny. in awe? And it was like watching a kid see something for the first time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I like those. Um, I would say bows, but I like to sit down and enjoy my bow in Tropical Hideaway. So uh, let's, uh, let's... I'm bringing it back. You're bringing it back. Because I don't think they have these anymore. And no, I'm not seeing the hand, which I know what you're thinking. But uh, the dusted chicharrones from Galaxy's Edge. Oh, right. So uh, Dusted chicharrones. So once upon about? a time, I, I, tr- I am the trier. You are definitely the trier. I... The life is too short to order the same thing twice. So if you see something new, you try it. I was at Galaxy's Edge at Ronto Roasters, and they had chicharrones with churro, oh, with churro right. dust. Mm-hmm. And it was it was I'm, amazing. I tell people, like, yeah, these really? are pigskins with cinnamon and sugar. Trust me. And there's just something about it. There was something. It was that that sweetness, the saltiness. Oh, that sounds lit. Yeah, it yeah. was amazing. Crazy good. So like, sad they're not back. I... We, we often say, like, Galaxy's Edge is the place you go when you actually like food because mm-hmm. they're trying weird things. Like, the new thing right now is the Dubak chili noodles. Yeah, with delicious. It's, like, chili oil and ginger pork. Ooh, hold uh, on. I'm going to post on that while you guys are talking. All right. Uh, yeah, so um, that's, like, so you, you, you want to eat that. Docking, no, what, you can't eat that on it. You're going to eat noodles on the train? No, 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 no. I, I, want, I want the chicharrones on the train. Yeah. Okay, and then... 
that's it. You know, I, mean, I, I, would, I would take the chocolate and crate salt popcorn, too. That, too. Edge. That, too. Regular popcorn, yeah. though? No. I yeah. don't want that on the train. Too salty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You might you might get dehydrated on the train. You got All it? All right. I feel like, or actually, wait, I feel like it was one of you guys might have replied to me, like, on something. When I said the Mugen tea at Ogus Cantina has ah. got to be, like, one of the most underrated things at the Disneyland Resort. Yeah. I just had it. So I just had I it. I went during. It's so damn good. Yeah, yeah, I went during Life Day. Uh, and I had their nice. their little stuff there. So uh, Kimmy just di- dislikes ninety nine percent of all alcoholic drinks. <laughs> Let's say more than ninety nine percent. She's like me, can't relate. Yeah. So she's like, "Oh, what did what did Matthew say?" I'm like, "I I think it's I I don't know if we asked about something, but I think we recognized it." And we ordered. Yeah, them. I know that I talked to you guys. Yeah. About no, it. you you had said. Uh, I think you tweeted, "This is the best drink at Oga's, and it's not even like alcoholic." And yeah. so Kimmy ordered it and I think she tagged you or, and tagged us and the, you know, the whole tagging thing. But, uh, yeah, yeah no, that, yeah, I would like would. to sip that slowly, low pressure. That would be nice. That would be nice. Yeah. That would be good. Cause it is, ref- it is somehow refreshing. Mm-hmm. I think I gotta, I gotta say, and this conversation is actually giving me an idea for the next time that I go to Disneyland. Uh, next time I go to Disneyland, I'm going to, I'm going to say this out loud. I'm going to put it out there. I got to remind, do that so that it's planned in my brain. I remember to do it. I'm going to get a breakfast chimichanga and ride the train. Ooh, that, mm. that might be a little messy, but. No, the breakfast chimichanga. No, it's not messy. When I got it, it was really crispy. It was like flakes That's everywhere. Uh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. We, there's this word in Armenian, uh, to it's like to crumble but also go everywhere it's push revel it's like to become dust like it's like <laughs> i can't i can't put the word in the english but uh yeah i love i love when uh words don't travel on english languages have words for things that we just cannot describe my yeah. my favorite is uh it's in armenian it's totvel and it's to like like get shake dust off of a rug and i think it's is it sakudir sakudir yeah but there's no word in english i like Asco. What's that? Tengo asco. Like, that's like, I have like this like taste and feeling in my mouth <laughs> that I don't want to eat anymore. Or I don't want to drink anymore. I just like. Like I'm done. Yeah, like I'm done. But I, I, Tengo asco? Yeah. Like, like, asco. like I'm like you're. Asco. Like, mm-hmm. like satisfied with your no, meal? Like, no, no, no. Like, oh, like, it's like the opposite. I'm tired of it. Oh, you're like, you're almost sick, sick to your stomach. So you don't want to do that. Yeah, it's it's, a, it's the weirdest thing, but yeah, thank you. Is that specifically like, uh, what is that? Is that like specifically like a Mexican I, term? It might be. I don't know. I don't know, but huh. I know my grandma would say it all the time. Mm. Yeah, okay, so breakfast chimney. Oh, breakfast uh, chimney. Although I am really sad, they did kind of mess with the breakfast chimney uh, recipe a little bit. The adding in the breakfast sausage. I do like breakfast sausage, but it kind of threw off the breakfast shimmy for me. So I really hope that they go back to the old recipe because I am a little sad about that. I don't I don't like it doesn't bre- hit the same way. I like breakfast sausage when I order breakfast sausage. I don't like when it sneaks into other things. Mm. I agree. It because it's got the the anise, yeah. the the fennel flavor. It's like eh, it's you're kind of taking over here. So, I agree. Yeah. So any any other transportation foods or should we move on to the next question? I'm good. Ooh, I I would I would eat the chicken nuggets on, on transportation uh, I if I could. There, yeah. th- so, which chicken nuggets? So there were the golden horseshoe chicken nuggets, mm-hmm. and then they disappeared and they became chicken tenders. Somehow they have reappeared at Red Rose Tavern. 
just random. That's interesting. But the shredded beef poutine is gone. Which is is so that what replaced it? Yeah. Uh, that was I was gonna put that in our uh on our recommendations page, mm-hmm. but I checked the menu and it's gone. I don't want to recommend something to someone and they're all excited and then it's and they not get there. there and it's not yeah. So we gotta keep up with that page. So not really related to Disney, but what are the best and worst foods to eat in the car? So I'm gonna go with real quick McDonald's French fries just out of the bag. Mm. Best mm-hmm. your easiest. I've done this before, but it's really tough. Taco Bell burritos. They're very small, but when they've got rice mm-hmm. in them, it gets away from you. Just just kind of <laughs> flies around. And like the the McChicken would be perfect, but that shredded lettuce. That, that's, that's messy. Yeah. That's messy. And in and out only if you park the car and they give you the little paper. Mm-hmm. No, dude, yeah. I can do in and out like well, one-handed. One-handed while I'm driving oh, animal first. God, I'm I I'm afraid of you. Like <laughs> I'm intimidated. <laughs> So you have, you have that superpower and I do not, I, I eat respect to you. you. If, if I'm eating with my hands, I usually, um, another, another shout out to river, but I eat usually with one hand because I want to keep one hand clean just because yeah, same. Interesting. we were at ballast point and my brother looks at me, he's like, geez, what's that energy over there? You're palming that burger. <laughs> just like, you just get around it and you just, you know, eat the burger. Like none of, none of it. I don't yeah. need this. Yeah. Um, nothing against you if you use two hands. Just I like, you know, you like the clean hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, the, you it. know, just you, you gotta you gotta pick up your phone. It's an emergency. Mm-hmm. I don't know, mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, so what do you what do you eat and not eat in the car, Matthew? Uh, I would say the easiest thing to eat is burritos because like it's just the one thing. Like you're never like going for like you know it's you know with a burger like you're going for fries and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And even though it's like my most eaten thing. Uh, in cars, uh, canes is absolutely terrible to eat. In oh cars. no! Every time I eat canes, I always get a stain. I always get a stain <laughs> every time. It doesn't matter how careful I am, and even if I think I've got the system down of like, okay, I'm gonna put the box like in the center console, and then I'm gonna, you know, like kind of lean over the box. Always get a stain. And I feel like, okay, I think I think the the crumbs in our in the Armenian word, I think the crumbs is. The uh, push revank. It's like the things that push reveled. It's like <laughs> so the canes, the canes breading is really it's flaky. I feel like yeah, that it gets really falls off. I yeah. You know what I it. hate when you drip sauce on yourself. You're like, you know what? That was my bad. Like I, you know, I didn't, I didn't account for mm. the viscosity, whatever. I hate right. when a piece of something falls off and the oil gives is you what the stains same, you. Yeah, that's the, the worst because it's not coming off. Yeah, you don't notice it because it's not heavy. And then you see it, and then there's a little circle, and you're like, I basically have to, this is a pajama shirt now, mm-hmm. you know? Yep, that's the worst. Yeah, I, yeah, you can't eat canes in the car. But yeah, a true burrito. Because Taco Bell, I, I love Taco Bell, but it is what it is. But it has rice, so it's not real burritos. There's that. Taco uh, Bell, Chipotle, like, those aren't real. Yeah, and they're also, Taco Bell's not pretending to be real either. You know, it's just like, this is, <laughs> yeah. it knows what it is. It knows what it is. Yeah. But a true burrito, even if you stick rice in it, though, even if you do, they are very cohesive. They're like a mass. They don't fly around because they're, well, they're not, they're filling them up, first mm-hmm. of all. There's no air in there for things to move around. But yeah, they're a nice cohesive thing. And you got, you got all the, uh, the manteca mm-hmm. on the tortilla, you know. That's yeah, the good stuff. Yeah. Good mm-hmm. stuff. So yeah, that's, I think that's what we'll go with. The best and worst foods to eat in the car. Uh, and I think it's safe to say these also apply to trams as well. Yeah, true. They they don't let you eat anything on the tram, right? They don't. I think tram is no food or drink. Ah, uh, that's right. That's in. But that's, the train. That's in the intro. I think the train. They're kind of like, eh. 
mm. do whatever. Monorail, definitely not. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'd want to eat on the monorail. No. It's not. It gets, it gets bumpy sometimes. I think you need open air to eat while something's moving. Like if on Unless a, you're in the car. Unless you're in the car. That's, yeah. that's the car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got the AC or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that is all we have for this episode. Any final, you don't need to have final thoughts, but any lingering thoughts, anything anyone wants to get out? No? Uh, well, I guess just in wrapping, uh, I'll just say really quickly, l- lumping all the way back to the beginning, we were talking about Tafunkland and Epcot. Mm-hmm. Uh, when was the last time that we talked? I can't remember the last time I was on the podcast. Ooh, it feels a long time ago, but I'm not sure if I was working on this project when I was talking to you. So you last. said you had one or two projects that you could not talk about at all. And before we logged in, I was like, what are these projects? Because I've looked for your name and things. But again, I don't know if sometimes it's ghost stuff or whatever. Oh, yeah. So I think one of those projects still hasn't come out. I don't know when that's going to ever come out. Uh, but it was a documentary that I edited for Kevin on the side, not related to Defunct Clan. Mm-hmm. I have a new project. That I unfortunately cannot talk about, but I will give one hint. Um, I have been working on script things that have been mentioning Hooten Chief in them. And that is all I will say. Uh, And then the last thing that I'm very excited uh, to talk about, because since since this last podcast, we have like tweeted and talked about it. um, I the newest episode of defunct land that has been long in the making like over a year now in the making i helped direct live action elements of it and i'm super excited because without giving too much away part of that was recreating the creating of epcot nice wow and so we got to do some really cool recreation things that I could not believe uh, I was given budget to film and make. And uh, it's just the crazy, it's going to be the craziest episode. Like him, him getting a laser machine now, like every, every month, yeah. every month it's like, Hey, Kevin, when's the episode coming out? Like, when do you want to color that? And he's like, Oh, I, I, I'll be right back. I'm working with a full piece orchestra. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, hey, Kevin, when's the episode coming out? Oh, sorry. Um, actually, uh, I got a, we're going to do like a laser show segment to the episode. So it's going to take a couple of months. Yeah. Oh, okay. I've noticed it's like longer between uploads, but they're also, the quality is just skyrocketed. Yeah. I think it's like full feature length documentary. It got the taste with, uh, with live from the space stage. And yeah. it's just like, Ooh, this is what we can do when people are going to come watch it. So. Yeah. yeah. I had a feeling once live from the space stage came out, I was like, I wonder if after we put this out, like if there's ever going to be a turning back from this point and there really hasn't, it's really ramped up now. I think fast passes are like pretty crazy. 9 million views or something. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> YouTube and like very short form video and short videos like that, 100% legitimate. But when you go past that, it, there's another level. Mm-hmm. There's just, there is going to be another level of production and everything, but yep. that's awesome. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, everyone go, go follow him. So I know Twitter is Matthew G Serrano, right? Yes. So go follow him for hot, but yet reasonable takes. <laughs> I feel like I've tamed my takes down. Yeah. Like, like you're, I gotta say there have been a lot of things that have come on the past year that I've just like kept my mouth zipped about. Like, an example is the whole Guardians Epcot thing. I was just like, nope, I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to say anything at all. 
Uh, I'm just going to sit back and let everyone fight over this thing. Um, <laughs> what did he say earlier? Where was your and take? Then Kevin, and then Kevin tweeted. And then I was like, okay, yeah, yeah. that's exactly how I felt. You said something earlier where you're like, ah, you know what? It's actually not bad. He's like, oh, okay, you know what? That sounds reasonable. Mm-hmm. I forgot what it was, but uh, someone. Uh, Ratatouille? That one? No, uh, no, Frozen. No, there was something else. Frozen? Something that's out there. I don't know. I'm Maybe. dying to know what are some of the things that you guys have brought, why you have brought me up on the podcast. Well, I got to uh, So we, I actually brought up your, um, your thing about the reservations. You That's know, your idea was, when you yeah. sent me like audio messages. Cause I was like, you know what? This is very oh, interesting. Yeah. And I think I, I said something like, yeah, we had a chat and it was like, you know, I had to kind of summarize it, but I was like, you know, when you read a tweet, it's only so long. And you're like, you don't, I wanted to ask you, cause I'm like, either I completely disagree. And, and this is like, you know, I'm surprised at your take or there's more to it. And I got your take. I'm like, Oh, okay. This is interesting. This has, this has some unknowns in it that could actually be a solution or whatever. You know, it's like, it's, uh, it's mostly stuff like that. Or it's just like, if we're talking about something, and then we saw you talk about it and maybe that's what reminded us stuff like that especially if yeah. we say something we always say where it came from yeah like not like hey this tweet on this day here we linked it but it's like we're not trying to break it's like oh here. this yeah. someone wrote in and said this or like we'll have a really good point and then at the end of it it's like oh someone actually said or sent this into us or whatever so it's sometimes it's like oh yeah friend of the show matthew like name dropping even though like i love that we're, we're like it's such a weird little community of like- um yeah for me when it comes to twitter I've, I've like really rethought it now where yeah exactly what you're saying like it's like it's like so hard like you'll see someone say something and then you're like that's bullshit i disagree with that you're so dumb you don't know anything you're talking about however if you actually like sat down and like let someone explain their opinion you go oh actually yeah i see where you're coming from and I realized I was like, so many people get so mad at me because they just don't, they either don't see where I'm coming from or they're just completely making stuff up in their head at all, just all together. Like, I'm trying to think of an example. Uh, Wasn't there like that TikTok guy that oh, was like, he was like after you for some dumb reason? I, I oh, the Sean thing? Oh, that's a completely other thing. But uh, I don't, yeah, I don't no, know. Sean, Sean G. Orlando it's just being a thing. Bully. I've like, t- I'm totally off of social media now. I only have the tram and Instagram. That's the only thing I go on. I have my Disney one, but it has like rain tram and Kimmy on it just cause Kimmy sends me stuff on there and Twitter. I don't use anymore, but it's basically like, I mean, at least with that one thing, cause it's the only tweet really I remember from you. If I didn't know you, I'd be like, what is it, what's this guy talking about? But I know you, which is why I wanted to ask further. I'm like, not that, no, there's no way he could say this. Like there's more to this where, Oh yeah, I had people that work in the industry being like, "Shut the fuck up, you don't know what you're talking about." And then months later, I was like, "Okay, but I was right." Yeah, and it's mm-hmm. it's just stuff. So like, like you you didn't listen to me, and you were like, instead you just call me entitled. And it's like, but if you actually like thought about what I said, you would realize that what I said was right, and it ended up being right. And the funniest thing about it too was I was like, I'm not complaining about myself. If anything. I'm trying to defend you guys because I'm going to have no problem getting into Disneyland. I have so many connections and all this stuff. I'm tweeting about this for all of you guys. Like this sucks. Like this sucks that there's a reservation system when people are paying more money than ever before. That's not okay. Yeah. And so 
but uh, to use an example, to go back to the thing I was talking about, like with Twitter, like I've I've resolved to just using Twitter now as just a I like it, I didn't like it, or I'm mad on things, and instead of like trying to post complicated ideas because people are just dumb and just do not understand what you put into you know 13 words, like you just need more time to explain things to people and so the last one of the last things that like kind of reminded me of like why i do that is i literally just tweeted no opinions no furthering you know no favoring anything i just tweeted that dinosaur made more money than encanto in the box office that's it that's all i said and people in the replies were saying screw you, I like Dinosaur, or how could you not like Encanto? And it's like, guys, all that I said was one movie made more than the other. That's it. I like both movies. I'm. That's all that I said. I'm very, but like, soft on Encanto, just, to be honest, but I still don't understand how any of that makes sense. Like, it's, No, exactly. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. That's why I treated it. But people got mad because... It, they immediately thought that I was making fun of one or the other movie. Because like, I just am pointing that out. Everything's black and white, and you need to pick a side. So obviously you were saying Dinosaur sucks, and Encanto's the best movie ever. Or <laughs> if you're someone else, you obviously think that I think that Encanto's horrible, and I'm some racist. And it's, Yeah, it, oh, it never ends. Insane. Never and ends. it's like, it's like the, the irony is like I had Encanto stands that were yelling at me, and I'm like, did you even see it in theaters? Because I did. I saw it twice. Yeah, I, I went to go and see it. And guess what? The second time I watched it, I was like, hey, this movie's great. Hello? Like, no one else had seen it. Yeah. yeah. I and saw no it. one saw it for, like, two months. I saw it, like, a few days after it came out. And it was just one of those, like, oh, it's the new Disney movie. Date night. Let's go Let's go watch a movie. Like, okay, that was good. That was it for me. And but, usually for me, I'm there day one, yeah. every single movie. But no one was there. Yeah. And I, I, like I a, waited to Disney+. Plus. Ooh. Yeah. 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 I think that's that's the issue now. Where it's, you got to measure, things need to be measured a little differently. Mm -hmm. Even with stuff like games where there's game pass. It's like no one buys things anymore. Yeah. Uh, Like Another uh, thing too. Oh, sorry. We can finish. I was just going to say like King's tickets. Now you can get a subscription subscription of that. (laughs) But anyways. Another thing too, uh, and this is the last thing I'll say, is uh, I'm especially trying to reel back on Twitter because Twitter, the only really thing that you can really do on Twitter that is fun in any way is just like trash on things. But the problem is, like, now that I'm working more in social media and in the industry, I want to work with companies and brands and people that work with those companies and brands and people. And I don't necessarily want them to look me up and then see me bashing on a project that they worked on or something that they own or whatever. Like, I considered, uh, so I applied for um, a Disney program called Disney Launchpad, uh, where they were looking for scripts that were Disney friendly that were talking about like underrepresented stories and things like that. And they were like, especially wanting like personal stories to you. And so I had written before this program was a thing, a script about based on a true story about the time when I took my first standardized test in the third grade. And on the first page, it said, pick a race, ethnicity. And it said, pick one. And I freaked out because I was like, (laughs) which one do I pick? Do I pick Caucasian or Latino? And it, will I get it wrong if I pick one and not the other? Um, I remember the I was, same exact situation for me. And I never had the box. 
it was like <laughs> to the government i'm caucasian to myself and everyone else i'm other yeah i'm not right i'm in a way i'm middle eastern but i'm armenian and yeah. not, I'm not mad. It's, it's just a like, weird thing. what do I, do I put other? Like, what does other mean? Now other is other. It's not even a thing. Yeah. The it's only bizarre. thing, only thing, shout out to the census that let you put what you are and they counted it. Oh, That's so, what's up. Yeah. Uh, shout out census. <laughs> but yeah, that being said, I, I wrote that script. I submitted it to the program and I legitimately thought I was like, should I like private my Twitter account because mm-hmm. like mm. I feel like they're going to just read my Twitter account and be like oh well he disrespects the name and yada 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 and honestly recently I have been thinking about that I'm like I really wonder if that was the reason why I didn't get picked because I didn't get picked for that program and I shelved that script and then recently like a month ago I was like you know what I'm going to start submitting it to programs first contest I sent it to it gets a hundred percent perfect score and oh. this is from one of the top short screenplay like contests in the world congratulations that's awesome thank you no but as you can see now i'm like (laughs) did i did i like totally blow an opportunity with disney because of me complaining about stuff on twitter which is dumb because there are plenty of people that have publicly lambasted disney and then gone on to have tv shows with them yeah for us it's just like we're never gonna get into that field so it's just kind of like you just we're able to say whatever we want. Yeah, and, exactly. And I, it's, I've it, worked with Disney and I don't ever want to work with Disney again. I'm yeah, good. But you, you know, you're not, you don't represent Disney when you work for them. You make something for them. Yeah. You know? It's like, yeah, yeah. exactly. So, However, and, if you want to work with them, you got to kind of like you do. kiss your feet a and, little bit. Yeah. And it's like, we almost say things so we can't do things. Like mm-hmm. I'll, I'll say like, we'll never, we'll never have ads in the, and in the audio show, let's say, cause YouTube will do whatever they want, whether or not they ask you. And so I'll say it on camera just to like, our, our thing is, if Disney does something bad, we're going to crap on them all day. If they do something good that we like, we will say that it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's, that's all it is. But we're lucky enough to do that. That This isn't our bread and butter. Exactly. Not our bread and butter. This isn't. Whereas I have to be careful because the reason why I'm going back to Walt Disney World is because my girlfriend got invited on an influencer trip and can bring a plus one. So I'm like, all right, maybe I should start to <laughs> reel yeah. back a little bit yeah. so I can get invited to these things as well. Yeah, and you know, there's just... I mean, everyone got invited out to this Galactic Star Cruiser thing. And, um, you know, I have a TikTok with, like, a decent following. And I, and I know a lot of uh, fellow creators that also have decent followings, and not a lot of them got invited. There's a lot of people that I had, like, never seen before. And I'm like, I wonder if it's because they were literally looking for all the influencers that didn't say anything bad about the Galactic Star Cruisers. Yeah, there's, now there's just different tiers. Because there's of, not a lot. There's different tiers of influencers now. Mm-hmm. Many of them are, or a lot of them, like, they're just shilling for, because they want the stuff, you know? Yeah. It's yeah. not like, so it's just, even that term needs to be broken up almost, right? Yeah. Like, like there's like the, prof- like, people who are like actually trying to be journalists and then people that are just chills. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. yeah, but that's, that's the state of the world. I don't know what's going on anymore, but we're we're here. You're here. We're this tramming. Is, we're yeah, we're tramming. Mm-hmm. It's back. We're tramming. But yeah, let's just let's all just try to enjoy life mm-hmm. a little bit. So with that, Matthew, why don't you sign off first and we'll do our little sign off. Well, if you would like to follow me on social media, you can follow me at Matthew G Serrano on Twitter and then at Matthew underscore Serrano on Instagram and on TikTok. 
And then you can find me on YouTube uh, just under Matthew Serrano. And thank you guys so much for having me on again. This is super fun. Uh, thank, thank you for coming. Yeah, thanks, thanks for, for coming back. back. I, you know. I'm honored to be on 101, and I'm honored to be on the episode right before you guys get on the trams. It's so poetic. <laughs> yeah, and and you definitely had a lot of insight on this stuff. Like I knew that was like this is perfect because yeah. I know he's gonna yeah. have stuff to say. And uh, you know, we people always say like you know come back anytime you want, and it happened. <laughs> so, Rain, sign off for us. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next week. See you real soon. Bye. Bye.